What's up? Jason Tatum here. Ball up wherever you are with NBA 2K Mobile. Playing game events to collect NBA legends and rising stars to assemble your dream team and settle things on the court. Download NBA 2K Mobile now on the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Pick Aside Podcast. My name is Joel Moran and I'm here with Andrew Velez and Joel Dells. And this is now episode 180. In this episode, we are going to rank week one games we're most looking forward to, reacting to Joel's top quarterback list, top five quarterbacks under the most pressure, and predicting records for each AFC West team. A quick Patreon shout out to Cole Larson, Zach Wilson, Alexander, Nazir, Dwayne, Riv Smells Like Deer Ankles, Scary Terry, Icon No Cap Anthony, Caleb, Travis, Drew's the Goat, Holmes, Nairi, your boy Nick, Pim Chimpin, Jake the Snake, Corrupt, G Boog, Kobe, Dylan, Afosa, Mason, Riv's Hair, Mad Sexy, Gentile nice. Drew, Cade MVP, Mark, SP Warzy Shot, Jordan What, Evan, Dylan, Joel is the Goat, Mayo, Andre, Peter, Daniel, Ben, Ruthless Rootster, Kill Moves, Joel B, S.A. Crimes, Kevin S., Eagle Dalla, Tizzy, Corey, Get Funkled, Dylan, Playboy, Orlando, Big Chuck, Michael, Greg, Cole, Liam, T. Grove, 17, Tua Sucks on Ka, Ryan, Epic Linkiness, It's Black Ace, Anthony, BJ, PJs, Langston, Jazzy Juice, Johannes, Dave, Muffins, John, Sean Triplett, Burner Hoops, Court Cousins, P Dot, Hakari, and Jay Aqua. Good old Jay Aqua, dude. Good old Jay Aqua. Had a feeling for you last time. Yeah, man, I saw that. I really appreciated that because Riv never ever does it. Profolded. You know what? It's an Andrew thing. So you know what? I'm glad that if anyone had to do it, it's my guy right there. Appreciate it. So that. you know the first Patreon name was Zach Wilson, and I will not repeat the words we utter uttered after that. Oh man. Zach Wilson, but it's S U C K S. You know what? I'm glad because the Tua Sucks on Cut is unjustified no, it's and fine. really rude. That one is fine. No, you know what? This That's is a You will never catch me. Bias. You will no. never catch me saying Listen, that about Zach Wilson. These guys last episode he caught me. I I wasn't aware. I I was reading fast and I just said it and I was like, damn it. These guys pay to have their names read on our show. Oh, no, change your name if you're gonna do that about Zach Wilson. Um, but we can keep Riv. Um, what smells is it? Like deer smells ankles. like deer ankles. I never so smell deer more about, ankles. Maybe they smell nice. Sounds like he cares more about Zach Wilson, right? That's what. That's exactly what I'm hearing. I wouldn't rule it out. That's my franchise quarterback. Wow, that <laughs> that's is crazy. nuts. Damn. That is my franchise. He's my it, franchise quarterback. Of 10, you know who's 10, who else years. is your franchise quarterback? Riv. It's Think about that. Think about now, that. He's my franchise teammate. Who's it? Could give you a quarterback? No. What is it? What's real? I'm the quarterback. This guy is so <laughs> selfish, it's unbelievable. This guy really is unbelievable. You don't think Aaron Rodgers appreciated Devontae Adams? No, I think he did. That's what I'm saying, bro. I think he did. Like, see how much he's going to struggle without him. But I don't know. The difference is that Riv doesn't really care. About? About the Dare Eccles? Yeah. Oh, no, he Riv definitely. doesn't care about the He Dare. definitely does. You think so? Oh, yeah. He I could be called way worse. You think Riv cares? I think so. Knowing knowing Riv, you think Riv cares? Of course I do, actually. Riv puts on this facade like, oh, yeah, no, I just brush everything off me. That's not him. I know the real Riv. Maybe it cancels out that he gets the sexy hair one, too. That's brand new. That's new. No, No, that was was Really? Because I I remember someone saying that Riv has, uh, something Riv has ugly hair or something like that. Riv needs a haircut. 
I was just like, no, somebody I think posted it in the chat. Ah, uh, yeah, okay, that's what okay, it was. That, maybe that's what it was. Regardless, yeah. gotta show. We gotta show love to the boy. Of course, that's how yeah. sexy. But Zach right. Wilson, that that yeah, that's where we draw the line. <laughs> Unbelievable. The first the name, too, nonetheless. Fine. The 201 is fine, though. 201 sucks on Kyle. Your bias that's, disgusts me. Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't seem fair. Even though, I mean, one's definitely better than the other. Got to be Tua clears. No. He yeah. clears. <laughs> like the USFL, probably. <laughs> All right, Joel V. Moran, let's get into it. <laughs> the NFL schedule came out um, this week. Well, this past week. And there's a lot of anticipation for it. You know, NFL social medias went out and they... Uh, did their own little video. I happened to catch the Chargers one, which it was like Fantastic. a Naruto themed schedule. They release. don't miss. Chargers social media team does not miss. As much as I want to say that the Payton and Russell video was better, I'd be lying. Yeah, no I way. would be lying. The Jets, the Jets didn't do anything really that cool. I didn't even. The Jets did the put Jets out a video, <laughs> but it was kind of it was kind of whack. Honestly, Is you guys media team later. We do have a good social media team, okay. but the video they put out this year was kind of whack. It was yeah, like, our social media is more so. Good based off of uh, one Jets drive. One Jets drive is amazing. Like yeah. documentary style stuff. I think yeah. Chargers, they just do a lot of funny stuff. Like you can tell people that are working for their social media team are kind of like a uh, like, um, newer generation yeah, like just witty. because they incorporate a lot of memes into the social media and a lot of photoshops and just funny shit. They like went, pop culture stuff. Yeah, yeah. They, they went crazy on the Browns. The Browns was nuts. I don't that, know how they got approved. Honestly. That was I don't know how crazy. that got approved. For real. <laughs> what did they do with the Browns? I you forgot. didn't see that? No. Nah. Bro, they said that our lawyer said that we should not comment on this. And it says in the corner versus Browns. Yeah, that shit was funny as <laughs> hell. Insane. And Good for them. Yeah, but the schedule did release. And which means we're about to rank our top three week one week games. One, right? And there are a lot of games that are pretty good week one, but we're going to rank right. our top ones. I'll be honest. I didn't love the matchups. There was really only four, I'm, so I settled because we're doing a yeah, top three. The one that pissed me off the most was the Monday night game. Okay. The Denver-Seattle one. They won because it's not a problem. Denver's going to have an exciting team, but they're making it up to be Russell Wilson return to – like, you're going to 30-clip them. Like, it's not going to be a good game. I'm excited But to it's see still it. his return to Seattle. It's a, and yeah, that warrants dude, a primetime game. You really had to say that, it, too. Because does it warrant a primetime game? I think it does. It's not going to be a good game. I have a Geno Smith plays. It does, Gino or Drew Locke, they're going to get 30 clips. Did you really have to say that when the, it's my number one most excited game I'm what? looking forward to? But it's because you're a Denver fan. I mean, bro, he's coming back home, right? Like, that's no, a the storyline story is cool. The storyline, sure, it's, it warrants a primetime game, right, but the I'm game lying. itself I'm Yes, it's because sucks. I'm a Broncos fan. I want to see Russ play. I have the Jets on here, so I can't. Like, can't here we, like come on now. Let's start counting down. So three to one. Oh, right, three to three one. Three to one. All right, I have the, the Chiefs versus Cardinals, the four o'clock game. Oh, three to one. You go. I didn't. And uh, prepare three to one. I just have. Is this guy serious, dude? I have Is, four. Are you new here? I have four, but I'm expecting all of us to pick one of them. It's Did you not say top, top three? three? I'm expect. Okay, I didn't think this you was might three as well one. Dumbass written on your forehead. That is so fucking rude. That was rude. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, just, all right. You go just through. go three to one. Yeah, three three to one. All right. So my number three, I have Chiefs versus Cardinals. That's going to be a really fire game, and we're going to talk about it later, but. Maybe an upset in the, in the, someone's future. Who knows? Number two, I have the Bills versus Rams. To start the season that way is unbelievable. You couldn't ask for a better matchup. Of course, number one, Broncos versus Seahawks. How's that one? You're a dumbass for having what? a number one. Are you serious? That sucks. I think you don't understand. You don't understand what Russell Wilson means to Seattle. That's I think that's thing. what you don't. I think that's not <laughs> no, what you, I understand. You understand like, the storyline's great, but bro, the game sucks. You, but you know what's not going to suck? Russ 
in the blue and orange. I know, because he's going to put up like five touchdowns, 400 yards, and go stupid. Oh, and the MVP talk's going to start week one immediately. You're going to have pain flashbacks to the seven touchdown game? I might. I Honest to God, as soon as he, he runs runs through the tunnel, I might start crying. Oh, of course it's my number one most anticipated. Can you blame me? I, I respect it. Again, yeah. the storyline is there, man. He's going back home t- to rip the Band-Aid off immediately. It's something that he needs. For sure. What um, if Jamal Adams has a big time two interception game? It, listen, I'd be stunned. It's like his career high or his like career total, honestly. <laughs> it, um, it barely, he barely does anything in coverage. Yeah. All right, three to one. My third one, it's the Jets in Baltimore. You know, I'm excited to see the Jets with this new revamped offense. We have a test right away. Originally, there was rumors out there that it was New England week one, and I was terrified of that, even though they're the worst team. Just Bill Belichick always scares me. But having going against Baltimore, it's two. Lamar Jackson's my favorite player, not on the Jets. So that's also plays into account. You get J.K. Dobbins back. What does his offense look like without Hollywood Brown here now? Um, so I'm excited to see that. And then on the Jets side, you know, it's going to be a test for one of the best teams in the AFC. What are the Jets made of this year? Everyone's talking about how they won the offseason. They won the draft. So now it's going to be time to, you know, put the pads on, see what this offense looks like. And we have a revamped defense now, too. So it's going to week one is going to tell us a lot about the Jets. Are we going to go out and get 30 clipped? And then it shows us, OK, we're not nowhere close. But if we can keep this competitive, it should be uh, you know a good sign for things to come. My number two game is Las Vegas at the Chargers. You know, the AFC West, we're going to get into it later, but That's it's the game. best division of football, the best division we've ever seen. You have two of the most improved teams in the NFL. The Chargers improving their defensive line um, with Khalil Mack to, to headline it and their offensive line. And then you have the Raiders getting Devontae Adams coming over. So their offense is going to look probably completely different and Chandler Jones defensively too. And maybe, you know, Derek Carr, dark horse MVP type season. We were discussing that facts, in the car. Big facts. Um, you know, really getting you know, Darren Waller's been there, but an elite number one option, probably the best wide receiver in football. But my number one team, number one matchup is it's the Bills and Rams. You know, the NFL does some things right, some things wrong. They always get the week one matchup. So, yeah, I feel like last year was Dallas and Tampa Bay. That was a great game. It was also. a really good game. And still, like looking back, probably not the best matchup they could have put out there, but, you know, you have the big name guys, you know, Stafford versus Josh Allen, Ramsey versus Diggs. But I'm excited for the kind of the smaller things. Allen Robinson with a good quarterback. True. Cam Akers a year off his Achilles. What does he look like? We'll see. Gabe Davis season. You know, is this Facts. the start yeah. of Gabe Davis Facts. turning into a number one wide receiver like my friend Joel thinks he's going to have a thousand yards and make the Pro Bowl? So I'm excited all around. Let me tell you, that Chargers Raiders game, that should be three for me. Completely what, missed that one. You, oh, you're the Chiefs, to, yeah. But that's going to be a great game, too. But oh, yeah. you're 100% right. The fact that the, the storyline of Week like, 18. That should be Monday Night Football. That, yeah. Like, that, you guys should be 4 o'clock. Easy, easy. Come on. Come yeah, on. I'll that's be honest. Your list wasn't that good. I mean, <laughs> Chiefs and Cardinals is going to be a really good game. Mm. Especially because With people... With no D-hop? That's okay. It's going to be okay because Kyler Murray still box office. Honorable mention, uh, Green Bay and Minnesota. I'm really excited for that because this is this is the first year where it really feels like Minnesota has a shot for the division. It's Kevin ex- O'Connell's first year. Packages don't excite me. They don't, but I'm excited to see like what they do they look me. like without. They excite you. Packers yeah. excite you. What do they look like without Tay? This is the I first think, time I think in, in three years. Watson. Their defense is elite. Their defense is going to be really good. Yeah. It's going to be one Dalvin of the Cook in number four. Year. What does he look like first year in number four? I'm still, I'm still not. No, we talked about this. It's a good. It's kind of a. It's a win-win. I just have the 33. You know what I mean? But that's like vintage. It is. You know? I could sell that one day. Maybe. I definitely it, won't. Yeah, no. Get it signed. Get it autographed. When I meet you, Dalvin, take care of that for me. You got to show him your uh, his nickname, too, on Sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I definitely will. Yeah. I definitely will. Honorable mentions for me, just going to start off with that. Jets and Ravens, right? Broncos, Seahawks, nice story. Bucks, Cowboys. Sucks, but he's an honorable mention. Bucks, Cowboys. Yeah. 
We'll see. The New Look Cowboys, I'm not really looking forward well, that's, to if seeing If that's anything that. like the week one last year, that was probably one of the best games I've ever seen. But Cooper went crazy that game also. Yeah. Number three, Packers and Vikings. Like you mentioned, this is the year that the Vikings can have a shot at the division because the Packers have no wide receivers. And I think the Vikings want to make a statement week one. But also the Packers are looking at everybody like, you're counting, counting us out only because we don't have a big name receiver. That's exactly. But our defense is elite. Our offensive line is going to be back because you have Bakhtiari now fully healthy. Elkin Jenkins, who got hurt last year as well, is now coming back. He's going to be healthy. Um, and their running back duo is still one of the best tandems in the NFL. Number two, Raiders versus Chargers. Week 18 rematch went down to the wire. This is going to be a hell of a game. I think the Chargers win this one, though. There's no doubt about that. I think they win that one. And number one, of course, it has to be Bills and Rams. The fact that you had any other game, number one, and the, the fact that you had the Broncos Seahawks, number one, because while they were my honorable mention, that's like they were my last team I was honorably mentioning. You just don't get it, man. Which is like you don't get it. the one to six disparity. We're going on what? Six years? Six years of having to. Championship in 2015. I understand. No, I agree, but I've had to go through Paxton Lynch, Trevor Simeon, respect to Teddy Bridgewater and what he did for us, uh, Drew Locke. Can can you understand what I've been going through? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Step back three, Drew Locke. (laughs) Joe Flacco, thank you very much. Thanks for reminding me of that. I get Russell Wilson now. Sue me for that being my most anticipated game, right? God forbid. Just you play Seattle. If you played like anyone else, dude, you don't understand the story. All right, man. That's what you're not getting. The NFL, con- the NFL gave you guys a layup. They want this whole what? Russ thing in Denver. <laughs> what, dude? Yes, bro. They wanted to work. They said we'll give you Seattle Week One. It's a great storyline, but Denver could go and smoke them and by that's thirty. That's gonna get us going early. The yeah. best game of Week One is Bills versus Rams. That's yeah. the best. That's game. why I had four. Let me take, I knew we were all. Let me say take that. my bias hat off. One hundred percent. That Bills Rams game is gonna be. That's electric. a Super Bowl preview. I can't wait. Uh, I don't know about that. No? Oh, yeah. I don't know about that. The Rams can go back to back. It's it's definitely possible they could represent the NFC again. Yeah. I'm excited, though. Bill's representing the AFC. That I don't know about yet. Need to see it. We both had, we, I, don't know if you, I don't know if you did power rankings last episode. We both had Bill as number one, though. Yeah. They're, they're my best team. In, in I, I also think they're the best Going team in into the, the season, completely understandable. Yeah. Completely. You Things think the Broncos good. have a chance? Yeah. To dethrone them? Number yeah. one. Oh, a you're chance, saying come sure. Super Bowl time. Oh, come on. Of course. Yeah, Russell Wilson, you'll always have a chance. Especially because of yeah, Russell Wilson. I don't Wilson. know. What ha- what's been happening in the last couple of playoffs? I mean, this is a great team. And he has. this offensive line that he has is arguably the best he's had since, what, his rookie season? It's a great line. Don't play. Got, got don't play, baby. We'll last that. thing you guys need. Well, you you know what? You're cool I'm, with me, I'm, man. I'm, you're I'm cool with me. For sure. You, on the other hand. Although you, you happen to show love to the Broncos today on Twitter, at Joel V. Moran. I was stunned to see the record, truthfully. And uh, even 11 on, and six. And even on your power rankings, too, you had us, what, seven? I know. He kind of kind of switched I a little bit. I was shocked. I feel like going into this all, or the fourth. end of the offseason, he, he, he wasn't that high on the Broncos. Maybe it was like that initial, like, ah, I know Drew's about to come in spicy. I just got a complete 180, which you know what? I can respect. Because I think you had them coming in last at one point. Did, no, no. He 100% yeah. did. Raiders have a tougher schedule. And they have a tougher start to the year. And they don't have as good of a team. I have the Broncos having the same record as the Chiefs. So Dude, whoever right. owns that tiebreaker. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. All right, take it easy. I, I know, I know, but people probably know already. Yeah, so, I, I mean, you did, put, you did put the main crux of our show on Twitter, so maybe. Yeah, they, they know. get explained. It's just a yeah. little headliner, you know. Newspapers put headlines right, out. That's facts, that's facts. On to the next topic. 
you guys reacting to my quarterback list because I dropped a quarterback list on Twitter. This was and I think, you know, the reason why I wanted to do this format instead of like us having our all individual rankings is because it would take too long, right? You you name wait, so you have wait, we're not giving our top tens? No, are. you're giving your top right. ten. Sweet. No, just in knows. terms of the thirty two. We're gonna drop I'll, our I'll, own thirty two. I'll make but... the original thirty two and yes. react to it on the show just yes. so we're not naming ninety ninety six. Oh, listen, names. there's a lot of things. And listen, rightfully so that it got as many interaction as it did. Again, add Joel V. Moran. So before so laws. before we start this, just gonna reiterate the rankings, right? So number thirty two, Sam Darnold. Thirty one is Geno. Thirty is Kenny Pickett. Twenty nine, Marcus Mariota. Twenty eight, Justin Fields. Twenty seven, Davis Mills. Twenty six, Daniel Jones. Twenty five, Jared Goff. 24, Tua, 23, Trevor, 22, Trey Lance, 21, Ryan Tannehill, 20, Mac Jones, 19, Carson Wentz, 18, Zach Wilson, 17, Jalen Hurts, 16, Jameis Winston, 15, Matt Ryan, 14, Dak Prescott, 13, Derek Carr, 12, Kirk Cousins, 11, Kyler Murray, 10, Lamar Jackson, 9, Russell Wilson, 8, Matthew Stafford, Seven, Deshaun Watson. Six, Justin Herbert. Five, Joe Burrow. Four, Aaron Rodgers. Three, Tom Brady. Two, Patrick Mahomes. And one, Josh Allen. And for the YouTube viewers out there, I'll, I'll put out the uh, the image to right. so you guys can follow along on that's, that. That's nice of you. Yeah. So I'll say this about your top ten. I don't mind it. I would have a few things moved around. The one thing I will say is I have Kyler over Lamar. So Lamar just misses my top 10. I like your top 10. However, Burrow over Herbert and Deshaun is nuts. And Stafford and Russ. Burrow over Stafford and Russell is very... It's giving recency bias. It is. It is. Because we can agree that Justin Herbert is more talented and has shown more as a football player than Burrow. And and I I mean at least in my opinion, Matthew Stafford there is no throw he can't make, and he's one of the smartest quarterbacks in the league, and he's coming off a Super Bowl and one of the most impressive playoff runs we've seen in a little bit. Russell Wilson has been victim of situation, and now he's coming to the Broncos. I I respect you putting him in the top ten. Now let's get out of the top ten for a second because that eleven that eleven through fifteen. I'm fine. Perfect. I'm fine with it. That's I'm fine perfect. with it. I think I would have Derek Carr over Kirk Cousins, and I would have Dak Prescott over Kirk Cousins, but you and I have gone back and forth. You believe that Kirk is, is over Prescott, and that's yeah, yeah, definitely sure. a close conversation. I believe Matt Ryan is 15. Now, once you get through six, 16 through... You have Jameis so high. You do have him very high. So high. 16 through 24. I, I'm sorry if I'm speaking for you, Joel. Obviously, you can give your thoughts once I'm finished. 16 through 24. Obviously, we're going to stop at Tua. Tua at 24, having Trey Lance over him, who has played two games, is crazy. I I respect your projection of Trey Lance. I don't know. You think Trey Lance is going to be better than Trevor Lawrence? I don't know about that. Mac Jones higher than than Tua? I don't know about that. Carson Wentz over Tua? I don't know about that. Zach Wilson over Tua? I don't know about that. Zach Wilson... At 18, I respect you for it because, yes, you love Zach Wilson. This is one of the biggest Zach Wilson fans you'll ever know. But I think that based off his season production last season, last year, excuse me, 
I don't know if I could feel confident putting him over guys like Wentz, Tua, Ryan Tannehill for that matter. Maybe you could you could say he's over Mac Jones, but you really can't say that truthfully because Mac Jones was the most impressive rookie quarterback out of the bunch. He was. I personally you I can make the argument that I could take Tua over Trevor, over Trey, over Tannehill, over Mac, over Wentz, over Wilson. Tua isn't more talented than these guys. Isn't more no, talented? He's not. You're being rude. Like in two games, Trey Lance showed me more than Tua. <laughs> What did Trey Lance really show you against Houston? Like physical talent, Trey Lance. I mean, Trey Lance has I mean, more Trey physical Lance talent. I mean, Trey Lance is more period. talented than two. It's not even a debate, yeah. though. He showed more. There's some throws he has against Houston. Uh, and, he just has um, a, a strong arm. Who's this well, thing? he's and, also and yes, more can, athletic. Yeah, he, Way more. Fair. fair. Yeah. Like, he made some really good all-platform uh, throws, Just to, just throws, to deep counter your Zach Wilson point. Uh, fair enough. This past year, pressure rate 10% second highest in the NFL. Average time to throw before pocket collapsing, 1.7 seconds, lowest time in the NFL. Catchable balls dropped 12.7%, highest in the NFL. So he was not yeah, in a so good situation. We talk about two having no, terrible lines. Zach not, was. I mean, what did I you mean, guys have? Was your line t- terrible last year? When Zach, we just had some injuries. We were having some injuries throughout the year, but Beckton going down, obviously. I mean, the line was good, especially running. Like, we're going to talk about Zach Wilson a little bit later. And I'm coming off strong right now, but I don't. I don't firmly think that Zach should be bottom yeah. six like everyone else believes that he should. I respect the Zach Wilson support because I am a Zach Wilson supporter as well. But I just think that it's a little he's a little bit too high. So before you go, Joel, to answer back, I, I think in terms of like twenty five to thirty two, we don't have to really talk about I'm that fine much. With that. Well, Geno Smith being over Sam Darnold on Twitter <laughs> did shock some people, but really, Geno, Geno, Geno Smith is better Stop than it. Sam Darnold at this not, point. In, to, in the oh, twenty five, yeah, he's not number yeah. one, obviously, but yeah, he should be. So you're over. taking Justin Fields over Davis Mills? Yeah, and I'm not saying that like I'll just take the chance on the upside. Fair enough. Yeah. I think Justin's ceiling is definitely higher, but Davis did show some things last he year. Did. I would have Davis Mills over Daniel Jones and Jared Goff. I would actually have Davis Mills over Daniel Jones as well. So in terms of Tua versus, <laughs> in terms of Trevor putting Trevor over Tua, Doug Peterson and Trey Lance, okay weapons. I'll, I'll get to Trey okay, Lance. I'll go one by one. All right, cool. So Trevor Lawrence, just if he is what he's supposed to be, he is over Tua, and it's not. If he's I, what he's yeah. supposed to be, then he should be where Zach Wilson is. The only well, the only reason why well. Jaguar situation, Jaguar situation isn't as good as the Jets. True. The only reason Trevor's this slow is because I'm still not a believer in the Jaguars all the way. I agree. Ryan Tannehill, I think last year he showed us he regressed, and I think this year less talent, offensive line still struggling in pass pro. Definitely, he's going to struggle again. This is a year where really it's a it's a make or break year for Ryan Tannehill. Number twenty, Mac Jones, just. Not having the receivers, you know, you got Devontae Parker and stuff, but having Bill Belichick call the offensive plays now, not having Josh McDaniels there anymore, I think is probably going to hurt Mac Jones at least a little bit. May that that is one I'm I could be wrong on. Belichick might be calling plays this year too. Carson Wentz, number nineteen. I like the Commanders' uh, offensive line. I like their weapons. I like their running backs. This could very well flop, but I I believe Carson Wentz will have at least a similar year and. Uh, and even last year, like the bad, a bad season for him was what twenty six touchdowns, six picks. Mm-hmm. That was a bad year for him. Zach Wilson, yeah, I think he's going to take a, a pretty big leap. You know, last year being anywhere between the thirty to thirty second ranked quarterback to now being the eighteenth best, I think he's going to take that big of a leap. 
Jalen Hurts, I have him here just because I believe the Eagles will be first in the NFC East. That's a fine spot and to have him. A.J. Brown just going to help that passing game. Jameis Winston at 16. He threw 14 touchdowns, three picks before he got hurt. Bro, week one he had five touchdowns. Yeah. On, no, like, I he understand, had five touchdowns but on he, was still, he was still efficient. And before he, on he, the play, he was efficient to on the, the point play, that he, he, there's no way he could replicate but it. But on the play, he tore his ACL was a touchdown bomb against the Buccaneers. Yeah. Just want to say that. And now you talk about the Saints having Michael Thomas healthy, Jarvis Landry, Chris Olave, Alvin Kamara still there. That defense is still elite. I think the Saints are winning 10-plus games easy, and Jameis Winston is going to be in that comeback part of the year conversation. Games, I think 10 games is their ceiling. I don't know. I think Jameis easy. Winston is going to throw 25-plus touchdowns this year, and I would say 13 picks or less. That's a fair stat line for him. I would have I would have Jalen Hurts above Jameis and Matt Ryan. And then when we talk about the top ten, I mean, maybe Justin Herbert has more physical talent than Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is way too high, bro. But He's Joe, not the Joe fifth Burrow, best quarterback. Five is high. Joe Burrow just, made the Super Bowl with the worst offensive and, line and in football. It's not just because but of him. Burrow was so average. Of course, it's not because of him. Statistically, well, he was what, average. Well, what do you expect when you have one of the worst offensive they lines have, in football? They have some, the best weapons in the league. Top yeah, two, that, three of the yeah, league. But what, uh, no, they that have is, the best. That is nothing if you don't have time. Now you're telling me you're you're giving me Joe Burrow this year with time. To make plays to throw to those guys, he will be in the MVP. Discussion. But you also have Deshaun, who's just more talented than them, having time and not the not as. We good haven't as seen Deshaun play in a year. We don't Stop. care. And, I don't and also, it doesn't I, matter. I will say I will say this about Deshaun. Deshaun had a fantastic 2020 season, one of the best I've ever seen. I'm not denying the skill, the talent, but before that 2020 year, he was still a great quarterback, elite quarterback. We know that. But he didn't have as good as a season as he did in 2020. Yeah, Bill O'Brien, some terrible offensive lines. All right. And 2020. 2020 was the same thing. He had Tim Kelly as an OC. And he, he was throwing to Brandon up. Cooks. And it was like year four for him, bro. Like, well, I'm just saying, let, can can I see Deshaun Watson before well, I no, put him over? Well, no, because you can't say. You can't can, say can, I, can I see Deshaun Watson? Do you have any worries least? about Jameis coming off a torn ACL not playing in a year? Then you can't have any worries about Deshaun Watson. He didn't. He did play in a year, though. He played four games. Yeah, but he did play. He's coming off an injury. We know Deshaun, yeah. the talent of Deshaun Watson. Well, that doesn't have to I'm go without question. I'm not disrespecting Deshaun. He's seven. No, you're no, I, seven. No, I know, but no. Burrow over him. He's seven. What do to you mean? To me, Joe Burrow's Burrow, like 10. a player who took his team to the Super Bowl. Like, what are we talking about here? Deshaun Watson was up 24-2-0 on the Chiefs and blew the lead. We're not going to say Deshaun Watson blew the lead. Well, like, he was a part of it. Points. Well, yeah, but when when the offense scores on your defense, you are also uh, you allowed to back. answer drives back. But the Chiefs didn't the answer Chiefs, any the of those had drives by back. Far the better there's, roster, there's just the no, better coaches. No. Oh, but they were up twenty four zero though. I, yeah, there's they got just, also if a that's Joe Burrow, you are you are dropping him to fifteen here. No, I'm not. I know you are. <laughs> I know you are. Hell no. I have Burrow. I have. I don't know when we're going to give our list, but I'll quickly just go over your top ten. I don't have much of a problem. Joe Burrow at five seems way too high. I have. I would have Herbert, Deshaun, all of these. I have Herbert at ten. I mean, I'd have Deshaun, Herbert, Stafford, Russ, and Lamar all over Burrow. The middling ones, you know, this like so you eleven. You have Burrow at ten. Yeah, this eleven to like nineteen. Range. I have Burrow at nine. I don't have much of an issue. I think Matt Ryan's a little too high. I like Jalen Hurts more. Jameis seems a little too high. I would just push them down and put Hurts at 15, move those guys back a little bit. Um, but for the rest of them, like the young guys, the Mac Joneses, Trey Lance, Lawrence, Tua, Zach Wilson, this all feels about right to me. I'm higher on Trey Lance, I know, than you guys are. I think he's going he's gonna to be great. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's just a matter of time. He's going to start. I don't think there's, there's any doubt in my mind. The whole Jimmy Garoppolo situation, whether he gets traded or released, Trey Lance is going to start week one. I think he's going to look really good pretty quickly. 
And, and Trevor Lawrence is, is a tricky one because, you know, coming out, we all thought of him, obviously, as a great prospect. He had a, a down rookie season, but I'm still, I'm still in on Trevor. 23 feels about right. I'd have fields above Davis Mills, Daniel Jones, Jared Goff. But the, the one that just sticks out is Joe Burrow at five. He's a great quarterback. I'm not trying to hate on Joe Burrow, but these guys below him just have more natural it's, talent. It's than like him. you have him in your top 10. You're, you're not saying that he's a Yeah, no, not by any means. He's a, he's a great quarterback. There's I a just, lot of great quarterbacks in the NFL yeah, right like, now. Yeah, we're talking about Lamar and Kyler being the 11th best quarterback. That's, what I'm That's ridiculous. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, well, also, just to talk about the Trey Lance point and why he's over Tua is because he has Kyle Shanahan. He has a Mike running. Mike McDaniel, show some respect. Tyreek Hill, <laughs> Jalen Waddle, Mike Kosicki. I know, but like Kyle Shanahan, good Mike offensive McDaniel, line. Miami's Mike, Mike, Mike McDaniel was is Kyle Shanahan. He's the son. Here, Mike like McDaniel the son. was here. He's the son. Fine. I'm fine yeah. with that. I'm fine with that. And now you're giving that to my guy too. Nah, has, yeah, you, yeah, I would be. I'm but ecstatic. The for, reason I I'm sure. counting on Trey Lance more is because of Kyle Shanahan, the physical talent he already possesses, Debo, Ayuk. Running game, offensive yeah, line. I'll tell you, bro. Those two games, he he's showed in me a, more. He's in a great position. He showed me more than two. Oh my God, against Houston, he was he was oh, he was okay. Yeah, Houston. Who was the second game he started against? So I'm I have a question game. for Seattle. you. Then. So I have a, I have a question it's for not you. His then. fault. So against where you start. This is I'm going to bring Russell Wilson into this because this is the late example, latest example I have that's in my head. Russell Wilson for years when he was carrying Seahawks teams to the playoffs, and mind you. People projected the Bengals to win five games most this past year, and they exceeded everybody's expectations. So when Russell Wilson was carrying these teams to the playoffs, and I would say he had great weapons in DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Those two guys are definitely – well, DK is a top-tier receiver, and Tyler Lockett is one of – bringing them to the playoffs well, before well, Tyler DK. Lockett, well, he had Baldwin, know, though. Yeah, but when he was bringing them to the playoffs that time, Marshawn. it was Legion of Boom. It was, no, they I'm were not talking that far back. Okay, but there, there's a few, uh, like a two, yeah. three year span where it wasn't Legion of Boom. But it was DK, DK, Lockett. You had Chris Carson, Rashad Penny. They, they had a running back. Chris, Chris Carson. Carson before he Chris got hurt. Carson. He was a great running back. When he lost in the playoffs, all anybody said was, oh, it's it, the offensive line is shit. Burrow was operating under a worse offensive line, uh, but still managed to win three games to get to the Super Bowl. So why are we Seahawks so fans blame I, I the just, defense I just a lot don't, more than the this, offensive line? This is the line. thing, though. I just don't understand this logic. Joe Burrow has become one of the more underrated, overhated quarterbacks in the NFL because people one are really? pro- people have been comparing him to Tom Brady a lot. Which it's for one, it's an unfair comparison. But Burrow was under the thirty-first ranked offensive line and won three games. Against the Raiders, against the first seeded Titans, against the Chiefs, came back in that game. And that game wasn't even a fluke because he came back against them in the regular season as well. He he threw for 900 yards in two games against the Baltimore Ravens. He goes to the Super Bowl, and now people are like, oh, it was a fluke run. Oh, he only did that because he has the best weapons in football. Did you look at the offensive line? Russell Wilson had some pretty great weapons with a shit offensive line, and he couldn't get that far. He completed 50% of his passes versus the Rams in the 2020 playoffs and lost against a Jared Goff that had a broken thumb. So I'm just saying, why aren't we showing because, more respect to Joe, Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow was great, but it's not like he had these all-time performances like Matt Stafford did to get How to the Super Bowl. How is he supposed he was, he was, to have them he has when the best he has no offensive line? He has the best weapons in the league, bro. He has the... I was you and me were at this table wild card round saying 
Raiders are probably going to win this one because that yeah. defensive line is scary. So the same thing about the Titans and the Chiefs. Same thing. Same thing. And we, what happened? They kept me wrong winning. every week. Game-winning drive versus the they, Texans. They That's what Joe Burrow had. They should have lost to the Titans if Ryan Tannehill played decent. If he played out of seven, they win that game. But also, I think I we have you, to... Hey, listen, we well, can't also, we have history. to we have to give Joe Burrow some credit for... The throw for, to Jamar not, Chase. Not even that, but just not making mistakes. And not putting your team in harm's way, knowing your offensive line is horrible, and not he threw throwing interceptions throughout the playoffs. He, he did it, but I know he Which did, but he didn't put it in harm's way to the extent of he cost his team the game. No, you're right. But and now Tannehill he did. But now he has Definitely. Alex Kappa, Lyle Collins, Ted Caras, which is an great. improved offensive line. But it'll be an average offensive is, line. This is where we're we're getting misunderstood. Neither of us are saying that Joe Burrow is shit or is going to be bad. We're just saying these other quarterbacks are just more what, talented what and better Deshaun than him. What has Deshaun Watson warranted to be over Joe what are you Burrow? Bro, about? his 2020 season was ridiculous. And Joe Burrow coming He's, off a torn ACL threw 34 touchdowns and 14 picks, he was, and he wasn't. Was and Joe Burrow wasn't even himself until the midpoint year, midpoint way, midpoint yeah. of the of the season. He had some ridiculous numbers. Yeah, down you the could shred. still Deshaun's see his knee more, was buckling in the mo- first half. He's a of the more season. athletic Joe Burrow. That's what he is. With a, a, a little bit stronger arm also. Look. I'm glad you understand I, that that's perfectly said. Is Deshaun <laughs> more talented? Yes. Is Herbert more talented? Yes. Is Stafford more talented? Yes. Is Wilson more talented? Yes. Can you even say Lamar's more that's talented? the point of this conversation, No, no, no. Joel. This is the point. Can you even say Lamar's more talented? Yes. But Joe Burrow is better than all those quarterbacks. Stop saying because that, Lamar. He, he called he called Lamar no Lamar the last moxie. episode, and I, and I said you could take that back right now, or we're going to be running with this the entire there year. And he did not. Something special so. about Joe Burrow. All these other all these quarterbacks. Nah, Joe Burrow's got the all, intangibles. All as these hell. all these quarterbacks. The moxie, I, all these quarterbacks the I named: the Herberts, Watson, and Staffords. You can say the same thing that they're more talented than Brady as well. But there's something about Brady. That's why he succeeds. He also has a strong ass arm. And he's great at Joe Burrow has a strong enough arm. Say he's the smartest quarterback ever. There you go. And, and Joe Burrow, I, I can make the, the argument he's the smartest quarterback in the NFL currently. Deshaun is in that conversation also. Tom Brady. I pick Joe Burrow. Tom Brady's alive. Tom, yeah. So it's Tom Brady <laughs> then. Tom who? Brady's alive. If we're talking Deshaun. about the quarterbacks who are the smartest, I would talk Deshaun. about Tom Brady. Burrow's in. Yeah, Burrow's in that. Ma- Mahomes, for Russell, sure. Aaron, Russell. Russell has to be there. Yeah. Burrow's in the conversation. So I'm just saying, I, I I just feel like the argument used against Burrow a lot of the times is this talent thing. Well, what has Deshaun accomplished? Can you some of the some of the teams Deshaun has had have been as complete as the Bengals this past year? I don't know. The Their Bengals defenses, defense was really good down the stretch. Well, I don't Texas know if, defense they had top ten defenses when Deshaun was there with JJ Watt and Jadavion Clowney. They had those. Uh, guys. Clowney was never him. He was always one of the better run defenders in, in football. Yeah, that's, that's fair. JJ Watt was in and out of the lineup almost every year. Like how many did he play a single year? He played sixteen games. Like yeah, he had some defenses, but I mean the Bengals last year they they went on a really good run. I mean the Texans were good enough to the point that before they got Watson, they were routinely making they were routinely winning the division with Brock Osweiler's and Fitzpatrick's points against. They were nineteenth, twenty nineteen, the year that they blew the lead to Chiefs. Okay, in twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen. Oh no! I'm just asking, like the twenty. Oh, you want me to ask twenty? Look up yeah, twenty eighteen. to see me. to see you know if I'm actually correct and that they had a, a top defense. So <laughs> Bengals were seventeenth this past year points against. They had a great defense twenty eighteen. They were fourth. Now I wonder what did Deshaun play that whole? I think he got so hurt that year. Yeah, 
He got yeah, hurt. Deshaun that had year. his ACL. Deshaun had the ACL injury too, and came back in 2019 season and had his best year to date. Not better no, than the, 2020. 2020. Sorry, not yeah, better 2020. than Joe Burrow's second year. And 2020, that was when he lost. I think Deshaun had better numbers than Burrow did. I, I'm almost positive. And the completion well, Burrow had 34 was touchdowns, 30, 34 touchdowns, 14 picks. Deshaun Watson, full season at 26 touchdowns, nine picks. 2020. Um, 2018. Oh, oh, we're talking about second seasons. Yeah, you're right. But other than that, what do you guys yeah. have uh, wrong on my list? Um, like like well, we Drew said, mentioned yeah, his, but yeah, Joe, I, you know, I, didn't I, get I went through it. I, I told you, I thought Burrow was too high. Um, in terms of like the, the middling packs, um, I, I talked about this already. I don't know, maybe you were, you were in outer space before. It's true. He went through the whole thing. He went through the whole thing. All right, that's so. I'll go through my top ten, and I'll go from all right from ten to one. Top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL currently. Drew going first. All right. So my, top 10. At, at number 10, I have Kyler Murray. At number 9, I have Joe Burrow. Number 8, Matthew Stafford. Number 7, Russell Wilson. Number 6, Justin Herbert. Number 5, Deshaun Watson. Number 4, Aaron Rodgers. Number 3, Tom Brady. Number 2, Patrick Mahomes. And number 1, Josh Allen. I have a very similar list. I know I, I tweeted out earlier a few hours before the show started, and I already made a change. Um, originally, I didn't have Stafford on my list, but I went back and fixed that because I, I made a mistake. Smart I man. Made a mistake. Smart. I took Kyler off. Kyler's originally 10. That stings. 10, Joe Burrow. 9, Lamar. 8, Stafford. 7, Russ. 6, Deshaun. 5, Herbert. 4, Rodgers. 3, Brady. 2, Mahomes. 1, Allen. And Mahomes and Allen could be 1A, 1B. I don't like going into the season. Even when they played, I said Mahomes was the better quarterback. But you just bring in Josh Allen, his ability to rush the ball. And I mean, their arms are the same. Like talent wise, they can make every throw, every off platform throw across their body, left foot, whatever, whatever they want to do, they can do it. Josh Allen just has the rushing ability that is borderline elite, probably is elite right up there. Different than Lamar Jackson, because Lamar looks to run more. Just Allen uses that whenever, you know, as escape ability if someone's if nobody's open. Mahomes could also rush as well. You know, he had a great run For against sure. the Bills, Definitely. you know, 40, 50 yards down the field. Um, he's just not the same type of athlete as Josh Allen. He's not as big as Josh Allen, too. Not only that, but when projecting who's going to have a better year, you'd probably bank on Josh Allen over Mahomes, given the Tyreek Hill departure and Josh Chris, Allen getting Jameson Crowder, O.J. Howard, improved offensive Gabe line. Gabe Davis, for sure. Yep, Gabe Davis, exactly, yep. And Stephon Diggs still Under 1,000. Dawson Knox, he's going to have 1,000. Under 1,000. I'm sure. The I'm audit, feeling good. The I have, Auden Tate I have bet Gabe, is off. I have Gabe Davis. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, say it's it again. not. What did you say? The Auden Tate bet is off. No, it's, no, it's not. not. No, what it's did not. we bet? Now, it depends on what we bet. Serge said under 800. No, well, I know the number, but oh, I'm what we bet? I don't remember. I don't remember. I think okay. it was the uh, if he has under, he gets Joel's to go, or maybe that was something different. Know. All right. All right. As long we as have, it's not we have nothing to, crazy. We have to go back and see. As long as yeah, no, you don't. Crazy. Like, they drafted Drake London. That, like, I don't care. He got buried by Geronimo Allison and Brian Edwards. That's because he got. Those are some good players. No, it, it, uh, huh. mm. Those aren't some good players. I don't want to be rude to those guys. But those aren't some serviceable if, players. If you think Listen, Auden at one Tate point, is as good yeah. as you think he is, he should be able to beat out Geronimo Allison <laughs> there's, there's, and Brian there's Edwards. There's a point you in know time. It's not about politics. Stop. All three of those guys are new or new to Atlanta, so they could all go in. They haven't worked with these guys before. They could go and show in. Bro, we should be the starting receiver outside of Let's trade for Brian Edwards. He's already they gave up like a six round pick. There was a point in time where you held on and Tate. To such a standard that you thought that he could 
potentially steal opportunities no, from Jamar Chase. Yo, you guys, so, it is funny because we watched that clip back and the way you make me come across no, it, was not how I came across. No, that's how no, you it came was not. across. Because there's a reason we sat there 15 extra minutes and had a heated debate about it. Because no. you came across crazy. No. Anyways, me having Deshaun at five is for the fact that I do believe that he is the most complete. You have him over Herbert. I do. Because I do believe that he is the most complete quarterback in the game, but because he hasn't been on the field, I can't put him higher right now. Yeah, so, I mean, you you had what? Did you have Herbert and Allen what one spot apart? Yeah, you had Herbert six, Deshaun seven. <laughs> so well, ridiculous! Yeah, I mean, come on, putting but, Watson over any of those guys is crazy right now. Deshaun's no, Deshaun's, Deshaun's more athletic than he is. He's smarter than Herbert. Herbert has the stronger arm, I don't but know. both I don't of them know if can he's make any. Yeah, Herbert. I don't know how do you Deshaun. That. Just reading the field, making throws. You should, you should be able to resonate with Herbert. He's a bio major, 4.0. Listen, at, uh, he's he's a Oregon. genius without a doubt, but Deshaun Watson and his, listen, his completion percentage uh, 2020 yeah. season was what, 70? Seven, he threw for 70s. almost 5,000 yards. How does that mean you're smarter than somebody, though? Having completion, a completion percentage? To a degree, it just... accuracy, bro. That and also, and also you're not making... When I think smart, I'm thinking throws. like at the line and, adjustments. Well, that too, and just his ability to scramble outside the pocket, understand when it's his time to go, when it's his time to... To be meticulous in terms of, all right, I know I can make this throw, but it's in a risky situation. I don't necessarily think that I should make that throw. It's just different things that go well, into that, the That's decision-making more than smart. Well, there's no, I mean, but decision-making is a part of it. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Well, there's no argument for Watson when it comes to being that because Herbert had four different offense coordinators in Oregon, went to the NFL, COVID's riddled season, so no offseason basically. Had a new OC again. It, it just set I, rookie touchdown records, I, and then and next got, year and has a thrown, new OC. And he got thrown in last minute too when Tyrod he's, had the punch. Yeah, he's had a he's had a new OC. This the first I time was, in his career. I don't think it's he crazy. Has the same I love Deshaun too. Deshaun didn't start his rookie season. Came in had a. I think he played the Bills. Ironic. Uh, the Bengals. Ironically, he had the rushing touchdown. Don't quote me. I think it was the Bengals. I could be wrong, but then he just took over after that, and then he tore his ACL. Comes back the next season. Texans are a playoff team. 2020 season was outstanding, threw for almost 5,000 yards, 70 percent uh, completion percentage. Deshaun that was your three, right? Yeah, yes, right. Deshaun Watson. He only threw 33 touchdowns. 33 touchdowns. It's yeah, not a lot. Herbert had 34. But okay, no, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. I'm fine balanced. with that. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. 33 touchdowns with Brandon Cooks as his best option. Yeah, and, and Will know. Fuller, who it? got suspended. Yeah, facts. In Fuller. a pass-heavy offense, that all he's because doing he's is Deshaun Watson. No, oh, but I'm just saying. These other offenses are at least more balanced. That's rich coming from the Matt Ryan lover. Just freaking passing Talking it all the passing time. Touchdowns. And he still had 440 rushing yards with three touchdowns. He's spectacular. No, no way. Right? He has he's no him. playoff he's, success. He's definitely I don't care. I mean, he has a playoff win. Neither does Herbert. He has no playoff success. Neither does Herbert. <laughs> well, I don't care. He has a playoff <laughs> win against the guy we have as the number one quarterback in the league. Because justifiably so, he is. Before he was the number one guy in the league, but fair. When he was just mid-tier, basically. When he was questionable. No, honest. no. He was still solid. No, that, that was the after, first year they made the playoffs. After that I know, season, but that, they didn't make the playoffs because yeah. of Josh Allen. No, they no, made the playoffs because their, their defense was their defense was like top three that year. I want to say was Josh Allen like almost dead last in completion percentage that year? Also, yeah. he was bad. Uh, he showed improvement, but he yeah, still wasn't. Facts. He wasn't Correct. Nobody That's expected facts. him to have this. That was oh, the, no, no, that no. was the year he did the uh, the lateral pass when like it was the last drive of the game or whatever. It was fourth quarter, he did the lateral like Bro, that was against the Texans. I know, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like everyone's like, what the hell is this guy doing? Yeah, he he lost his mind right there. This this Deshaun Watson praise doesn't sit right with me. 
I guess. Amazing, top, I guess. top 10 quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson at 10, Russell Wilson 9, Matthew Stafford 8, Deshaun Watson 7, Justin Herbert 6, 5 Joe Burrow, Aaron Rodgers 4, 3 Tom Brady, 2 Patrick Mahomes, and 1 Josh Allen. That's my top 10. At least we can it's agree on the top four. We all the same top four? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is the one Aaron Rodgers like, should probably be three, though. I, I was going to say I had him originally. <laughs> no, he's, but that's what I'm saying. I think Brady's a better opposite. quarterback. Brady's over Rodgers? Yeah. So you think Rodgers goes to Tampa. What are the results of that? I can tell you for sure last year that Brady wins against the Niners I, if he's I, on the Packers. I think... I, I don't know. I, yeah, I think that the Packers would go further than the Bucks. Yeah. I don't like know. It's just year after year with Rodgers. Brady left the field on a, in a tie game against the Rams. After Com- being down coming down 20, 27 to 3. Exactly. Yeah. This is ridiculous. I, well, hate, I hate what bro, you Bro, Brady, I mean, Brady and Rodgers. Like, he was they're a both part of that comeback. But, no, but, different. but it, it, you, you want to know why I hate what you just uh, said? Because you, you took a, micro, uh, a magnifying glass and you listened to every word I said and said, this is wrong. I'm going to go and really emphasize this. Not really. This. It's just your entire statement. How... <laughs> You're giving Brady the ultimate credit. And the reason why you prop Brady up over Aaron Rodgers is because he was able to he was that. able to come back in that Rams game in the game where a lot of those possessions he had back were gifted to him because the Rams just made really boneheaded it's, mistakes. It's rich. It's rich. Boneheaded mistakes. But for Joe Burrow, it's, oh, it's the best weapons in the league. Oh, his defense played who's, amazing. Who's saying this? That's Am what I, you're saying. So that's, you, you literally so just yo, took what no, you no, said no, no, and dawned it on me. It's just funny because you, you really, you, dis, you too discredit no, Burrow for Burrow, having bro. things Can go his stop? way. But yo, Brady gets credit for having things go his way. I literally just said this is not disrespecting Burrow. These other quarterbacks are just better. Your brain works. You put Brady over the MVP. P. Be- no, you put Brady so over the... So did you! Okay, I know. So, so but split my back. reasoning is Go different. delete the tweet, My reasoning right? is different. You're putting the MVP... No, I'm You're not. putting Brady over the Again, MVP... Again, he took a magnifying he, glass. He came no, back that's, against that's, the Rams. That's, that's why. And also, he led the league in touchdowns. He led the league in passing yards. Most pass attempts, though. Okay, By so yeah, No, fine. Someone Bro, who has a, a at, laundry at one point, like, of- Rodgers has not done shit in the playoffs. Like, Brady has is fucking the GOAT. Bro, six it's, rings. It's like, just, he's the fucking it's, goat. It's just, no, I know. Brady's the goat. I'm not trying to. It's just the argument you're using. It's like, uh, it's, Rogers, it's not an argument. when Rogers has lost in the playoffs, a lot of things okay. outside of him have you, gone wrong. Okay, you don't think they things had, have ever gone year, wrong for Brady, but last, Brady's fucking Brady. So he's like, I'm just going to overcome last it. Last year, they had the worst special teams unit in the history of football. That sucks. And Dude, he scored seven course, points. Yeah, things, bro. Like, they didn't even get down the They weren't getting down the field. Did he even have, did he have a passing touchdown or was that AJ Dillon? I'm thinking off the top of my head. Give me a sec. I'll look it up. No, some things have gone against Brady, but for the I feel like it was like a defensive or some shit. No, no, it was. They scored on their first drive. Joe, Joe, some things have gone against Brady, but for the majority of his career, we know it's often been the other way around. The tuck rule was one of those moments where Brady has already admitted it was a fumble. He's already admitted it. What about the Super Bowl versus the Falcons, where he throws what should be an interception? It should be an interception. But the linebacker doesn't catch the ball, and then Edelman makes a diving catch and bobbles it and catches it. That was a miracle. What are you doing here? No, I'm just saying. Just be. I'm. What we're talking about is he told me things haven't gone against Brady, and I'm like, yeah, they have. But a lot of things have gone in Brady's way as well. 
Okay, but bro, we're talking about both, both of these guys God. being in the NFL for 15 plus but Aaron years Rogers, at we some know point we're not this has never been I, bro but I don't, great. I don't care like sure if you want to sit here oh, and talk so, oh, so no, when, no 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 oh, no 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 it's no 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 it's, no, it's, it's just bro. funny why am guys, I defending no, Brady dude. here why that's, am I the one defending Tom saying, Brady over no, Aaron because Rodgers the, because what I'm I'm not defending Rodgers what I'm doing is I'm defending Burrow over you guys having You're going Herbert nuts with and this. Watson Dude, over here. You have this shit ass backwards, no, bro. You the reason why backwards. is because the only reason... So when it comes to Watson and Burrow, playoff success doesn't matter because it's about the We're team. talking about one spot. Me, right? It's That's six and me, right? seven, five and six, That's whatever me, right? it is. No, but, but but the reason you have Watson over her, over Burrow is because of talent. He's a better player. But, play, but playoff success doesn't come into play bro, at all. I, I, have, I have Herbert over over Watson. It's one spot. It's five and six. I'm talking about Burrow. Oh, Burrow. You have Watson over Burrow. Yes, yeah. Well, I think Watson's a better quarterback. So with Rodgers, playoff success and a lack of it matters, and that's why he gets punished for it. But well, last with, year, with Watson, it doesn't bro, happen. Last year, Brady put up Watson better numbers not, than Rodgers. Does have over 10-plus years in the NFL? We're talking, yeah, because Brady so and Rodgers, this is different, bro. This is different. That's not, this is what, different. What, this what is, is different. going on in your head? This is different. Brady and Rodgers have 15-plus years. Watson and Herbert, or, or Burrow and Herbert, whoever. I don't even know who the fuck we're talking about. These guys have been in the league for like three, four years. It's just funny how your argument switches for the player you're talking about. Bro, that is rich. That is rich. You have with, just... With, with Rodgers winning matters... But with bro. Watson, it doesn't. Bro. It's just ridiculous. You just bro, played double the historic system mind, winning four bro. games. No, bro, because the Texans won four games this last, is the difference. this past season. This is the difference. With no Watson. This is the difference. Watson could go on a run next year, and now he matched Burrow. Aaron Rodgers, do I don't know, but He'll Aaron do Rodgers threw that I mean, five yes, he times. Can. He you think can. he will, though? He can. Oh, he can, but will he? Oh, well, They're two different can, well, statements. Is, is Burrow going to go back to the Super Bowl? I'll give Burrow a better chance than giving Watson. Hell yeah. Like, bro, I'm not 100%. taking anything away from Burrow. He went on one great run, and I think he's going to do it again at some point in his career. But all it takes is Watson to go on one more run, too. The difference between Aaron Rodgers and Brady is that Brady has six rings. He's been to the AFC Championship a thousand times every year I've been alive. Yeah, but well, this, quor- well, this quarterback ranking is just based off this current season. Oh, yeah, and projecting, I'm not thinking about and, Tampa Bay's and rings. Projecting, I'm just thinking, well, th- this quarterback ranking is off of this bat- past season and projecting this current season. Well, so there you go. So, so there's but, no excuse for no, you to have this, Burrow over Herbert either. Why? Because Herbert is a better quarterback, and he Burrow, showed Burrow it with, and Herbert had similar stats, and then Burrow made the playoffs. He's and put, went to again. Super Bowl. Who's so? Why? What are you talking about? Because we understand that one Herbert left that field, giving his team an yeah, opportunity sure. to play. He never got that yeah, opportunity to sure. take the field again, mm-hmm. bro. Rogers oh, yeah. played like shit against the Niners. He didn't have his best game. I nope. can't say that's true. Actually, he didn't. didn't overtime he, almost end? It was almost a tie. I'm pretty sure Herbert did have a chance. No, no I said Rogers yeah, against no, the I'm Niners. Thinking, oh. Yeah, no, no oh. Herbert didn't have yeah, a chance. He, no, yeah, the Raiders. Uh, they won the overtime toss. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, no, but Rogers played like shit against the 49ers the whole game. He was bad. He had, they put up seven points. The Not first the possession, game. first drive, it was he. he yeah, okay, the first yeah. drive, he was good. And then for the next 40, 57 minutes of the game, he was bad. I mean, no, he missed plays for sure. He missed plays for and sure. And this was in Lambo when it was snowing. They should have the home field advantage here. So you agree and with that worked. logic as well? Like, Rodgers played bad, therefore he's not over Brady and stuff like that, right? It's not one game that I'm looking at, and that's why I have Rodgers over Brady. Okay. Um, so what about Kyler versus Lamar? So why is Kyler over For me Lamar? personally, I just think Kyler is a better passer. Mm-hmm. And yes, Lamar is a better rusher. He's the best rushing quarterback in the league. However, there's a, a huge gap where it matters for me with it, with the arm, and that's why I lean Kyler. So the same guy who in the playoffs didn't do anything, Kyler, and had an embarrassing performance. He definitely did have a 
a, a bad showing. Like even Lamar, Super Bowl champion, when he lost against the Titans, he had four five hundred yards total. So he at least put up a fight. Kyler went out sad I'm, in that game. I really, but you have Kyler over Lamar. I do. Okay. All right. I'm just making sure. Just want to know that you know this is a combination <laughs> of stats and winning, or just stats and talent. The stats and, winning eye test. This is the best quarterback. The whole point is best quarterback, right? And usually, how you assess a position is by the most talent. Kyler Murray has that over Lamar Jackson. I, I don't know. I get a feeling that if I put Lamar in Arizona with DeAndre Hopkins, things get scary. You know what's so ironic about that? So ironic. I know. Hopkins versus Andrews and. Do you remember that? Yeah, of course. How could I forget? This guy really, he just back and forth. But now they have Hollywood and Hopkins. It's not Hopkins, just Hopkins. who's going to be out for six games. You know, that's actually going to be beneficial for him in the sense that he gets to be healthy, plays when it matters most. Sure. Maybe things get exciting in Arizona. Who knows? But we'll talk about that Let's in another episode. see what it looks like without, a, without Hop, too. I mean, we've seen it. His splits aren't good. His rookie season, he was rookie of the year, wasn't I'm he? I'm talking about since he's had Hop. Oh, oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. They weren't that good last year. What was like QBR, were, like 43 or something? It, it dropped like like 20 points or 10, 15 wow. points or shit. Somebody, like three and five without somebody who sounds when like I told is very reliable. Remember when I relies upon? Remember when I told you that? But I don't take that. Weapons. I don't take that away from that? Kyler, bro. I don't either. Trust like, me. Like he's you, fine. Lo- you lose your best weapon, your he's numbers fine. are gonna go down. Like it's cool. Right, and Christian Kirk's supposed to be so good, right? It wouldn't. It shouldn't have been not that big of a so drop off. Oh, he's good enough. This six games tells us uh, should this decide between yeah, no, that's Hollywood and, and Kirk. No, for sure, right? Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, Cardinals are not gonna be a good team next year. I have them finishing six and eleven actually. Six and eleven? Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. This guy's giving I away like, episodes, gone... like this is like we have no, episodes just, I'm, to I'm plan giving, for. I'm giving up giving out nuggets. It's fine. <laughs> I'm giving it just be prepared. I haven't looked at their schedule, but six and eleven seems rude. So we just got into a heated discussion about the top quarterbacks. Now let's talk about top five quarterbacks under the most pressure this upcoming season. Let's do it. I'll start with you. You can go right. from five to one and just name your, right. your list. Sounds good. So at number five, I have Justin Herbert. Now, Justin Herbert's my number five most under pressure quarterback, not because he has anything to prove talent wise, because we know that talent wise, he has everything you want in a franchise quarterback. But now there's actually pieces put in front of him to actually get stuff done. Defensively, that was the issue for them. They could not stop anyone on the ground. Now you add Jordan Davis to this mix and secondary where they really didn't need any help. They go and they add JC Jackson. Herbert is supposed to be good enough to elevate his team, which I definitely have no doubts that he can do. I have high expectations for the Chargers this year, but a lot of pressure is going to be put on him to lead the Chargers to the playoffs and make a push, especially now that Burrow has made it to the Super Bowl with an extremely inferior offensive line to his credit for sure. And I have no doubts in Herbert, but he needs to show it to us. And I think that he will, but he's under some pressure. Now, number four is going to be your guys' boy, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson last year... To start the season was not good by any means. He gets injured, comes back, doesn't turn the ball over for the rest of the season. He showed some really strong flashes. Even before the injury against Tennessee, that game was his best game. and That was before he really started to take care of the football. Had some excellent throws on the run, in the pocket, under pressure, making throws to the sideline. He has tools to be really, really good in this league. But based off his stats, people definitely are scrutinizing him a little bit extra. And it does not help that he's in New York and New York media is extremely strong. But now you add some some strong pieces in the draft. You give him Garrett Wilson, a, a potential X wide receiver, guys who, uh, uh, excuse me, a wide receiver who guys had as the number one wide receiver in this draft. Defensively, where they were, were you guys 32nd in the league last year in defense? We might have been. 
If you if guys, if you guys weren't the worst, you were bottom yeah. three. But now you guys go and you add Sauce, you add Reed, you add Jermaine Johnson in the draft, who was a great pickup for you guys late. You guys traded in to go get him. You get Carl Lawson back. There is now a lot of pressure put on Zach Wilson to now step up in year two, take that sophomore leap, and I think that he can thrive in this situation. But there's going to be pressure put on him. You're you're the starting quarterback in the New York team. There's there's pressure that comes with that. Number three, Kyler Murray. Listen, I I, I ride for the guys that I I do believe are great and that I support, but that doesn't excuse them from being under pressure. And you're going to realize that with my list. Kyler Murray last year left the field against the Rams in embarrassing fashion. The Rams definitely whipped them. They they did whatever they wanted with with Kyler Murray, and it was ugly. And then it started to allow people to to slander Kyler Murray a little bit more than they should, as my friend Joel V. Moran uh, on Twitter, give him a follow, uh, that they... Rose been plugging you all episode. <laughs> that they don't necessarily believe, but at the same time, you know, you don't have the victory in the playoffs when it matters. You get you get banged up here and there the past two seasons, even though you've put up amazing numbers and you're in the MVP conversation. But now you have something to prove now. you you got to win because that's really what matters, especially when you're a franchise quarterback. And now you want your money as well. There's pressure that that gets put on your name, especially when you're trading a first-round pick for a Marquise Brown that people don't necessarily believe that that's what he's worth. But the guys in the front office want to put you in a situation where you are put where you can thrive. So there's pressure on Kyler Murray for sure. Number two is going to be Russell Wilson. Mm. I have Russell Wilson number two because let's look at history. Tom Brady leaves in year one, goes to Tampa Bay, championship. Matthew Stafford leaves in year one, goes to L.A., wins a championship. Russell wants out, requests a trade to Denver. There's expectations now. I'm a fan of the Broncos. Surprise. I've said for many, many years, we get a quarterback, we're championship bound. We have the pieces. We have the defense. You give me a quarterback, that's all we're missing. We didn't just get a quarterback, we got Russell Wilson. There's there's pressure being put on Russell Wilson to deliver that. And I don't want to put it on him, but that's just the truth. You have to come in and you have to show out. And I think he will, but there's a tremendous amount of pressure on him given the fact that Matthew Stafford and him are in that class together now. If he wants to show that he's, he's a, a notch above him, which I do believe Russell is, he's got to come out and, and provide results immediately. And number one, to no surprise... Tua Tungavailoa. He is the quarterback underneath the most pressure right now because there is no quarterback right now in the media that is as scrutinized as Tua is. There is no other quarterback that can have a single highlight without pads, throwing the ball down the field to your new weapon in Tyreek Hill, and he gets over 5 million hits. There's no other quarterback that can have something like that happen to him. At least he's box office because he's not a great quarterback. I'll let you have that one because Miami once, also puts out two highlights every day. No, not other teams do that. But you know why they've done that now? Because it took one clip of them just casually throwing something up for people to take that and absolutely Usain Bolt sprint with it. For sure. I think the negativity towards Tua has been a bit much at times. But don't you think that that's just the reaction people have because out of college he was propped up as being generational and the next Drew Brees. I agree with that for sure. He was taking over Herbert, right? Automatically right there, that's going to raise some eyebrows. Herbert has come out and shown that he is at his best, the top three quarterback in the NFL. So right there, you're going to have people scrutinizing the Miami Dolphins for that. 
but he is coming back from a hip, a broken hip injury. It's a tough injury to come back from. This is your three. But now it's said that he is he's healed fully. It looks as if he is in the best shape that he's been in. You look at his legs, they look stronger. They he looks more fit. Yes, you're saying that they've they've released a lot of highlights of Tua. But it's something that I'm grateful for because now we actually start to see some velocity behind his throws. We start to see him get some air distance. And yes, you know what? I don't care. It's a, it's a little bit too much. And Right? You don't care. Yeah. But people cared with the first clip, which is why I'm happy you say that. It because it got, it got... I don't I don't really care either way. No, I, no I'm, yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just speaking generally. Yeah, I don't... Because t-shirt and shorts, like, I don't care what you look like. No pads on. Yeah. You can't talk. There, there's nothing to really say without any pads on. There's nothing to really truly judge. Sure. It's just walkthroughs. So that's not going to put aside to the fact that two is now going into year three. You bring in Tyreek Hill. You have Jalen Wild. This is arguably the best wide receiver doing the league. Most dynamic. You get Tyron Armstead in the offseason. You, you add to this offensive line that last year was the worst in the NFL. Connor Williams gets added to this group. Robert Hunt was, was the only good lineman for them. And... The biggest blessing of them all, Jesse Davis is off the team. Bro, they had Jesse a bottom three rush offense last year. You bring Ariane Mostert. You bring in Chase Edmonds. You sign Sonny Michelle. No, Philip Lindsay's going to the Colts. Oh, Colts, my bad. Uh, and you bring in Mike McDaniel, who's this run, this rush offense guru, and that's going to try to cater to, to, to his needs and, and to his strengths. I think that this, this is a situation that people are going to look at and think that there are no excuses for two, and I firmly believe that as well. So that's why I have two as my number one most pressured this year. Would you like to go? Yeah, you can go first. Oh, I appreciate that, bro. No problem. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> pressure's an interesting word. We were talking before the show, right? Because Justin Herbert has pressure on him to win, but he doesn't have the same pressure as Tua because if Tua Tua might win, he might not look great. His job get replaced. Justin Herbert doesn't have his job. His job's not in jeopardy no matter what happens. So my top five guys are all players who I think are under pressure not maybe because of their job like Tua, even though Tua is on this list, no surprise, but mostly because these guys are all expected to win. So starting off at number five, um, someone you didn't mention, I have a few guys that you did. Um, I think it's Dak. I think Dak is wow. someone okay. on this list who, you know, he's he got paid. He got paid last season. He got the huge contract that everyone was kind of teetering 50-50. Should they give him the bag? Should they not? And I think they made the right decision. I don't think you want to be stuck in quarterback purgatory where you have no real answer at quarterback. And Dak has shown to be great on the field and as well as a great leader for the team, for the Cowboys. But at this point in this division, it's been multiple years now. I mean, he has one playoff win. It's 2018. We're going on four years now. And, you know, there's all those numbers out there. The Cowboys not having X amount of playoff wins and obviously Super Bowls in our entire lives, really, and before we were born. So at this point, Dak got his money, and now he's in a very winnable division for the length of his career. Now it's time for him to go out and win. He took on a big contract, and that's the reason why Amari Cooper had to leave, Lyle Collins had to leave. He's going to have a $50 million cap in 2023 and 2024. He's really the reason why a lot of these key players are going to have to leave the Cowboys. Randy Gregory going to going to Denver as well. So as a whole, the Cowboys roster took a step back. So some people might be viewing this as maybe he doesn't have as much pressure, but this is why the Cowboys paid him. The Cowboys paid him because they said, we're going to let some of these guys walk, but we need to have Dak Prescott as quarterback because we think he's the guy to take us over the hump, win playoff games, and eventually get us to a Super Bowl. There's no excuse. You have a winnable division. You have a weak NFC. We just saw Joe Burrow 
with a very bad offensive line, a defense who in the regular season was pretty mid, given he had great weapons without a doubt, but you still have CeeDee Lamb. You know, you have Michael Gallup coming back. You franchise Dolan Schultz. You have a great running back duo with Zeke and Tony Pollard. So it's not like he doesn't have anything. And for for that fact, even when he had Amari, it's not like they had they had success, but it didn't turn into playoff victories. So for number five for me, it's Dak Prescott. Number four is Kyler. You know, I think Kyler is, um, I, I like Kyler a lot. You know, up until really last year, I had him right on Lamar's level, actually above Lamar, because I agree with you. I think he's a better passer. But up until this point, or this offseason, really, I didn't love the whole contract situation he got going on. Putting out that full page that looked like a, a fax report of all of these demands he had from the Cardinals. I thought it was a little juvenile. You know, I ah, think that's why you call him a sorority girl. Yes, ah, I understand. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a little just kind of immature. He's someone who hasn't won in the playoffs, really hasn't won much at all so far in his NFL career. He wants a new contract. And he looked terrible in his first playoff game. He also has bad splits in the second half of the season without Hopkins. Like I mentioned, it's not a big deal because when you lose your best weapon, your numbers are going to go down. But this is the year for Kyler to prove without the first six games. What do you look like without Hopkins? You know, can you make it work with Hollywood Brown now? And you still have um, AJ Green, who's you know past his prime, but you draft the Trey McBride, who is a lot of people's number one tight ends. Yep. Um, Zach still Ertz. have Zach Ertz there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Rondell Moore. So you have some guys there that I think there's at least enough for you know to go around. You know, we saw Lamar do something very similar with a similar cast of weapons. You didn't have uh, DeAndre Hopkins, but he had Mark Andrews. So Kyler has kind of that same boat as Lamar, where Maybe he is missing one more really good option for these first six games. Now, what can Kyler do to go and and really prove to the front office that he's worth this $200, $300 million contract? So I think Kyler has all the talent in the world. Um, they gave Cliff uh, Kingsbury a big extension, too. They think he's the head coach for the future, that he could you know take him to the, the playoffs and eventually a Super Bowl. Number three for me is Jalen Hurts. No, Jalen Hurts like is... It. Um, I think he's a franchise guy, and I think he's going to go out and show to everybody that he should be the franchise quarterback for the Eagles. I don't really view this as a make or break season for Jalen. Like I said, I think he's their franchise quarterback. And this past season, in his first full season as starter, just under 4,000 total yards, 26 total touchdowns to 11 turnovers. You saw the progress from 2020 to 2021. His interception percentage drop, quarterback rating increased, quarterback rating, excuse me, QB rating increased, quarterback rating increased as well, sack percentage decreased. So overall, he had better numbers his first year starting from his rookie season where he only started four games, had a great game against the Saints that rookie year too when they were one of the best defenses in the league as well. Now they're bringing in A.J. Brown. So you have A.J. Brown and you have Devontae Smith with a great offensive line, a great tight end. The running back room is kind of murky, but I think they have enough weapons and offensive line that Miles Sanders or whoever ends up really being the bell cow there, I think Sanders has the best shot, even though I think like Boston Scott ended up at like six touchdowns last year or something. Mm-hmm. Um, he has the best shot to be the workhorse and really prove that he could be the guy. He He's efficient. He just has some injury history. Miles Sanders, that is. So Jalen Hurts is under pressure, especially being in Philadelphia. It's a big city, a football city at that too. Um, I think he's going to be fine. He's going to go out. He's going to win games. I think he's going to win this division. I think they can win more than 10 games this year and potentially be a top three free three, four seed in the NFC, but he is under pressure because now's the time for him to take another step as a passer. And he has all the intangibles, the tools he's out there working with AJ, uh, AJ Brown, their friends, um, you know, before the NFL. So they've been working off the field too. So I'm excited to see what Jalen hurts can do before you give your number two. I a hundred percent agree because there's people like me who still don't believe that Jalen hurts is a, is a great passer by any means, barely the word good. Truthfully, you saw it. He got exposed against Tampa Bay. They forced him to throw the ball. And that's why they got blown out. Yeah, so I'm sure. 100% with you. Number two. There's one reason why this guy is number two. Because of Joel. Matt Ryan. 
Matt Ryan is on this list, and he has the second <laughs> most lit. pressure. That's lit. Out of a all of these famer. quarterbacks, the second most pressure out of all the quarterbacks in Russell the NFL. Russell a Hall of Famer, though. You know what I'm because saying? Put him as my number two. My dear friend Joel over here has him as the sixth best team in the NFL. Correct me, the fourth best team in the AFC. Possibly. So fourth best team in the AFC. Like, I think like sixth in the NFL. So, yes, yeah. he was. They were ranked sixth. So third, that's third, be, third best, third team, best in team in the AFC. You know what that means? Mm-hmm. They have to make the conference the conference chip. You're the third best team in the AFC. You got to win multiple playoff games, and you got to be right there to go to the conference championship. If you're the third best team in the AFC, I'm just doing the math here. Two five. Two. I'm only, five. only two teams make it. So you know All that right. they're that third team. They're right on right. right on the cusp of it. The Colts have gone through three different quarterbacks in three years with Phillip Rivers. Then they went to Carson Wentz. Then they went to Matt Ryan. They think he's the guy. Matt Ryan thinks he could play four more years in the NFL. I view them as they're going to win the division because their schedule is a cakewalk. I mean, they face really nobody. We went through their schedule. We had them at 12 wins, and I really didn't disagree with maybe one game at that. So I view them you at 11. thought that was crazy, though. Remember. I remember that. Before the schedule. Yeah, yeah. before the schedule you came that was out. Crazy, yeah. Though. Come on. And then, and then the Titans traded well, AJ Brown. You already Brown. knew what teams they were going to face. I had to see it on paper. Okay. Then they, right. the Titans go and trade AJ Brown, so they're going to be taking a step back. I think they win the division, but they're in a bad division. They, they have the Jaguar. Like, the, the division is bad, so I view them as they're going to win it. But once they go and face these other elite teams in the NFL, when they have to face, whether it's the Ravens, Bengals, and the AFC North, any of the teams in the AFC West, the Bills in the AFC East. They beat the Bills last year. That's sick. I've seen the Jets beat the Bengals. It doesn't matter. They're not going to be able to get over the hump and bet and beat these elite teams right. in the NFL. But you, Matt but Ryan's the pressure. your guy. Let so, him finish. That's let the pressure. Finish. But that's Take the pressure. That's the pressure Matt Ryan has because he has to go to the AFC Championship game for this to be a successful season because they're the sixth best team in the NFL. Do you want, so a team, so a team that one, didn't make the playoffs. A successful season for them is an AFC championship appearance. Yeah, according so to not even winning a playoff game is no. a success for that team. No, they have the sixth that best. hasn't made they, the no, playoffs. They, they have, didn't make the playoffs. They have the last most year. Pro Bowlers in the they NFL. Haven't won a they brought, they game. got Alec Pierce. Since they got what, Jelani five? Woods. They have Jonathan Taylor. What? What's your question? The Colts haven't won a playoff game since when? Five years. Uh, you have them the sixth best team. That's what he is. He's under pressure. It's Matt. If they win or lose, they go. It's because I mean, of Matt they Ryan. Lost in the playoffs with Andrew Luck, right? They um, went with Phil Rivers. Last year, won Carson, games. They last, won games with no, no, no. Last year, Carson Wentz didn't, didn't make the make playoffs. It. They went and lost to Baltimore. Phillip Rivers lost made the playoffs, one. lost to the Bills. And before that, it Jacoby was Jacoby Brissett nothing. didn't make the playoffs. Then Andrew Luck lost in round one. I believe it was to the Chiefs. I for, I'm forgetting who it was. But I know they lost in round one. So you're telling me <laughs> for this to be a successful season... An AFC championship berth they, is needed. They have to win. Okay. They have to win that's one just, to two. They have to win two. Ridiculous. They have to no, win two playoff games. Going off your logic. That's yeah. going ridiculous. off your logic, that's bro. Ridiculous. I'm going right, listen, off you know your ridiculous. logic. It is a little. Ridiculous. It's strong. It's strong, it's but it's strong. It's strong. It's strong. You have the Colts is the sixth yes. best team. Yeah, so you're, so you're telling me if the Colts win the wild card, yeah. or let's say to get a bye, whatever. But you're saying, oh, win the wild card. No, wait. Well, to get a bye, they have to get Oh, so the bye. They're the one seed. They got to. I don't know. Let's say they win the wild card. Okay. Right. And in the divisional game, they lose by one score. It's an unsuccessful season because yeah. they lost by that. Yeah. 2018, okay. they did get to the divisional round. I know. That's one playoff win, though. Uh, but that's that was why, that, that's why I'm They got saying, Matt Ryan now, though, bro. That's why I'm saying, they though, got, how— In 2014, they went to the AFC chip. That was got, a while ago. They got that's, Matt what Ryan. that's what I'm saying, though. Why like, are you worried? They have Matt Ryan. It's not that I'm worried. It's just why, that it's, it's a ridiculous worried, bar. It's no, they got no, Matt Ryan. It's a ridiculous bar. It is a—yes, I— 
in the general sense, what you're saying is strong. However, he's solely targeting you. It's real. It's, if it's, Russell Wilson doesn't make the conference championship but makes it to the divisional round, is that a failure? It's not a failure. However, I myself am disappointed. Okay. Fair? I'm going is off that your, fair? Because, hey. I'm, I understand what you're saying, but listen, it's not a failure. I've, you're telling me it's a failed hey, season. Listen, That's why he has so much pressure. I've been called a casual by him, <laughs> by our fans. I've been called a casual when it comes to the Colts. Man, who's your number one quarterback? I'm a casual. So I just want to see that he's under pressure because I'm a casual. So they have this great team, the most Pro Bowlers in the NFL last year. Now it's time for Matt Ryan to put up or shut up. They got they got to win multiple playoff you games. You know the difference? Let's hear it. The I do. The only person that is high on the Colts, at least that I've seen speak on it, is me. Yeah. Everybody. Now, I don't know. I don't know. Everybody in the media has been high on the Broncos. True. They expect they've the Broncos oh, for been, years. I've been you for the we Broncos can read some years. Colts comments. Been, we can read was, some Colts comments. That's why comments. I say that. That's we why can I say read that. Some Colts, Colts comments. Casual. Correct. I'm a casual. A lot of Colts fans come comment in our section. Well, they said you're a casual because you said the Titans would win the division, bro. I said I was 50-50, and they traded A.J. Brown. I said, okay, yeah, that's it. it. Okay, but you you thought winning 10-plus games or, like, 11 was crazy. Then I saw their schedule, bro. Okay, all right. Well, that's why they called you a casual, because the teams had to come out at that point already. Uh, God forbid I didn't memorize their, the all team, right. their opponents. NFC Sue East. Me. NFC East. They're, of course, AFC South. It must so. be nice. Yeah, we yeah. looked. The Colts have the second or third easiest schedule, and the Texans have the fourth or fifth hardest schedule. The NFL just has that a crush on the Colts sense, yeah. for whatever reason. What was your first quarterback? My number one is Tua. Okay. I, I think he might be number one for all of us. And the issue with Tua is with it's all these guys, <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. See, if I ever spoke <laughs> ill of Zach Wilson, you would I have just, a, I would just have brush a coronary. It off. I would just brush it off. Because I'm, your I'm disrespect's serious, unwarranted. This is Tua's unique. Tua is, Tua is in a unique in situation than the yeah. guys on this list because it's not enough. It's not enough. I don't I don't want to know what he's murmuring. It's not enough to just win. It's not enough to just put up good numbers. The eye test. The eye test has to get past Tua this year. Because he he's put up good numbers across the season, right? He does. His, the 16 and 10 last year. He's 16 and 10, 66% completion percentage for his career, given 6.8 yards per attempt, air yards, the lowest in the NFL. Horrible we'll, offensive line. We'll go pat, under 200 passing just yards mention, per game. Mention the offensive Q, line. QBR 49, bad offensive line. And the run game that doesn't exist. The run game was bad. They had co- three offensive coordinators. We have, we have an upgraded head coach now for sure. Thank yeah, you. 100%. Thank you. I'm just making sure we have all the facts. And, the, and injuries, the hip injury. Thank you. you know, I know there's Thank there's you. been all the excuses in the book for two. And some of it, a, a given, it's not his fault. You. you know, he's had the injuries, the offensive line, You just line, use the everything. word excuses. just has a negative connotation. I understand. We know this. There's reasons for why Tua has yes. played the play style he has. But now this season with the upgrade offensive line, the weapons, the head coach, we spoke about all of this at length over these last three months. Now it's time for Tua to go out and show us what we have seen and see Alabama Tua, this electric arm, this guy who can make every throw, who can be mobile and get outside the pocket. I'm excited to see it because, I, you know, coming out, I thought Tua was going to be the second best quarterback in the NFL. Herbert has proven that wrong. Joe Burrow has been phenomenal, too. In the draft, he's saying. Yeah, in, mm-hmm, in the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's all been fixed. He's three years removed from the hip injury. You have the most dynamic wide receiver room in the NFL. But Tua is just different because we see the eye test with Kyler. And, and for me, the Jalen Hurts passes the eye test, too. But now for, Jalen for Tua, Hurts passes the eye he does, test, he but does, not he Tua. Does. His That's, arm is better. He's more mobile. His arm is better than yes. Tua's? Yeah, he has a stronger arm, for sure. Those glasses, without a doubt. Those glasses make sense. No, without a doubt. The glasses make without sense. Without a doubt. They make sense. You wear contacts. And they're better than your glasses. Yeah, I got his ass. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to pass the eye test and win. So Tua's a little uh, different. You bastard. <laughs> well, you guys went on a whole uh, uh, rant here, you know, giving your guys list. I'm not going to take up too much time. 
Number five is Ryan Tannehill. I think this is potentially the last year he could be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Uh, he's coming off his worst season in Tennessee yet. Definitely. And now he has a quarterback who was touted as the most talented quarterback in his past draft in Malik Willis right behind him, waiting for him to have a two-interception game or a three-interception game for when Mike Vrabel just pulls the plug. So Ryan Tannehill is on a short leash. Every single game he plays has to be good to great. And if he has one to two stinkers in a row, he might lose his job. Number four, Zach Wilson. He just has to show franchise quarterback potential. Agreed. He just has to show the flash. He, he has to show more Tennessee Titans, Zach Wilson flashes in year two, at least three or four of those games. Tampa Bay but I Zach think also. Zach Wilson will be fine. Number three, it's Russell Wilson. Broncos traded three first-round picks for Russell Wilson. This is supposed to be the move that gets the Broncos to the Super Bowl. The last time you got traded for a quarterback traded like this. Two, two first, two seconds. Okay. The last time you traded for a quarterback like this was Payne Manning. We signed him. We signed him. And he brought you to Super Bowl. He brought you two Super Bowl appearances. I was going to say it took right? some time. So Russell Wilson has that type of expectation. You mentioned already every quarterback that has changed teams these past two years have went to the new team and they have won. Whether that's going to be Russell Wilson or Matt Ryan this year will be determined. Oh, but I thought it was unsuccessful. If uh... I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just saying. Super Bowl. Super he Bowl. said it. He, he, he said it, not you me. Folded. You folded. I didn't fold. I'm just, I know, I it Super joke. Bowl or bust for the oh, Colts, baby. Super Bowl you or bust. You guys take these jokes too seriously. <laughs> oh, now it's Now it is. Whenever it fits you, his narrative. But you, but you the, the, the Matt narrative. Ryan thing was ridiculous. That was <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Number two <laughs> is people might give me slack for this, okay. but I think he's at this spot. Number two is Justin Herbert. Uh, I think Justin Herbert, he hasn't made the playoffs yet. Um, first season sets all the rookie records. He's the next elite. He is an elite quarterback. He he had one of the worst offensive lines, was still great. Second season, one game away from making it to the playoffs, just had to beat the Raiders, loses in that game. Granted, he was spectacular in it, but we can't forget that a couple weeks ago, they lost to the Texans. And that was supposed to be a gimme game. Had they won that game, they're not in that position versus the Raiders Week 18. They also got embarrassed by the Patriots around the midway point of the season, and Herbert didn't have a good game. Baltimore destroyed them. And Baltimore destroyed them. So they had some really bad losses, and in order to avoid those Week 18 matchups, Herbert has to come out just – he has to win those games. And the Chargers as a whole have to win those games. The Chargers – just added the most player, the most notable players this offseason to their team. People are expecting them to win the AFC East. They've had expectations for years now. And I think this season is the season where most people right now view Justin Herbert as the next elite quarterback, the guy that's up next in that group of guys. We know he's elite right now, but he has to take that next step. If he doesn't make the playoffs this year, like he has to make the playoffs. If he doesn't make the playoffs this year, we're looking at him more as Philip Rivers than any, like, we're looking at him like a Philip Rivers. Just another Chargers quarterback that has great stats that just doesn't win. Year three. That'd be kind of harsh. Year three. Year three. Like, this <laughs> roster's legit. Oh, no, it's phenomenal. It's a legit roster. Yeah. I then, honestly didn't even put him on here because I, I, I think it's going to be great. And then number one is Tua, <laughs> <it's> Tua <laughs> right? They surrounded him with enough to win, and 
the past I two agree. seasons, I mean, take me back to 2020. Week 17. How many picks did he throw against the Bills? Dude, three? You, you, really, four? you really are a character. It was three or four, right? Like bad, something bad out weather. of a movie. Yeah. Oh, isn't that the same thing that happened last year versus the Titans? Unfortunately. Bad weather and the rain and Tua just, the, he just couldn't throw in the rain. You know what? Maybe if they practiced that. Mike Kosicki aired mm-hmm. out the, f- I'm not even going to So Tua's it, never it. thrown a ball in the rain but before? That's such a, it's a bad excuse. And it's in Miami where it rains a lot. It's just ugly. No, but yeah, Tua has the most pressure this year without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. Like he might not be on a raw, he, he might not be on the Dolphins roster next year if he doesn't have yeah. a good season. And real quick, I I didn't mention Zach just because he is under pressure, but he's under pressure to win like seven, eight games. He's not under pressure to like make the playoffs, go on a playoff run. He's, I agree. You know, like he needs to take a step mm. forward. We we saw the arm talent there. He just needs, they need to be competitive. They don't necessarily need to win a bunch of games while these other guys do. Yeah. To reiterate, round table, five through one. All right. So my number five quarterback, most under pressure, Justin Herbert. Number four, Zach Wilson. Number three, K1, Kyler Murray. Number two, my guy, my franchise quarterback, Russell Wilson. And number one, Tua Tungabai. I don't know why I was waiting for Tua after you said my franchise, my guy. Wow. Yeah. Understandably. I justifiable. Yeah. Go back and forth. It's my guy. My number five quarterback under the most pressure um, is Dak Prescott. My number four is Kyler Murray. And my number three is Jalen Hurts. My number two is the Super Bowl potential champion, Indianapolis Colts quarterback, Matt Ryan. And number one is Tua. <laughs> number five for me. When we talk about quarterbacks under the most pressure, Ryan Tannehill could lose his starting job this year and never get one again if he doesn't have a great season this this upcoming year. So he's five, four, Zach Wilson. Jets have put him in a position to succeed. He has to show signs that he can be a franchise guy. Number three, Russell Wilson. Broncos have Super Bowl expectations. The last two quarterbacks in Tom Brady and Stafford to change teams won it. Russ Wilson has that pressure. Number two, Justin Herbert has to make the playoffs, without a doubt. Chargers, you can say, arguably have a top five roster. When you just talk about names on it, big time names, Herbert has to get to the playoffs. Number one, it's Tua. And if he doesn't have a good season this year, he's not even on the the Dolphins roster next season. So those are the top five quarterbacks under the most pressure. Now to the next segment. Talking about Tua, we had we all had him as number one, number one quarterback under the most pressure. And Zach Wilson, while he made our list, he didn't make yours. But, but which one of these two AFC East quarterbacks will have the better year? I'm just curious. I'm assuming hear, you're going to start with me. Your answer. So you know what? 100%, no doubt in my mind, Tua Tungavailoa. Now... I went on this whole tangent about how Tua is under the most pressure in the NFL. And yes, 100%, that's true. There's a reason why all three of us had him as the number one most pressured quarterback. Now, with the addition of Tyreek Hill, top five receiver in the NFL at the absolute minimum, with the addition of Cedric Wilson, you know, add to that wide receiver room, one that definitely needed help last season. And you have Jalen Waddle, who's one of the most exciting wide receivers in the NFL, young wide receivers in the NFL, I should say. You have arguably the best duo at the wide receiver position in the NFL. Now you bring in Mike McDaniel, someone who's a competent offensive play caller. You give him somewhat of a run game. Who knows? They, they should be serviceable. Chase Edmonds, when he was in Arizona, he definitely had success, whether it was on the ground or through the air. Raheem Moster, when he's healthy, has shown that he is an exciting running back, but that's always been the question. 
And Sony Michelle, now he has depth. He was a he was a part of a bottom three rush offense last year, and now he gets this plethora of, of options at the running back position. You add to this offensive line that was arguably one of the worst I've seen in my entire life. You add Teron Armstead, the number one available free agent at the tight at the left tackle position. Excuse me. You add Connor Williams on a team friendly contract, one that he was able that the Dolphins were able to get because he was so penalized last season. You only pay him two two years, $24 million around that, I believe, off the top of my head. Robert Hunt, who, like I mentioned earlier, was the lone offensive lineman that they had that was serviceable. And by the grace of God, Jesse Davis is off the team. That might be the biggest part of the Dolphins' offseason because of how atrocious he was. Now he's off the team. You get that bad aura out of there. Two is going to thrive. I have no doubt about this, and this is no disrespect to Zach Wilson. It's just the position that I'm being put in right now. I believe that the weapons that Tua has at his disposal is better than Zach Wilson's. I believe that Tua has a better offensive play caller, and I think that we're finally going to have Tua's arm unleashed where the rumors and and the, and the, 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 the jabs that he can't throw the ball deeper than 10 yards is going to be put to bed because now he has an offensive line that can give him time, that can protect him, that are going to allow him these opportunities to throw the ball downfield more. And again, we can't gloss over the fact that he's one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the NFL as well. I think he's going to thrive. I have his stat line, actually. I was I was actually going to ask you, yeah, what's the stat line? I have 4,100 yards. I have 33 total touchdowns, 28 passing, 5 rushing, 8 interceptions. Wow. Is that on the back? I have 4,100 yards. I have 33 touchdowns total, 28 passing, 5 rushing, 8 interceptions. Tua will be lucky if he gets over 3,500 yards this year passing. Um, I'll say maybe like 26 touchdowns passing. You know, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Oh, my God. Um, 3,500 yards, but he's going to throw for 26 touchdowns. To say Mike McDaniel is a better play caller than... Mike LaFleur. Oh, wow. He showed me so much last year. Oh, well, teams were actually stealing so from the Jets' playbook, actually. Teams were stealing our concepts. Stuff yeah. that they were doing with their wide receivers, not part yeah. of Zach Wilson. Hmm? What do you mean? What do you Braxton Berrios, the little shovel pass. Is that what you're talking about? That little cute. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, okay, the Jet sweep. Team, yeah, a lot of teams. That doesn't that have to do there. with Zach. Why would it have to do with I'm Zach? just exactly my point. I don't, I don't know what your point is. My point is, like, it's not Zach Wilson-oriented. Yeah, it is. It's a slant. It's a slant that gets tossed back. No, it's it's not a jet sweep. It's a slant. It's a slant. You pass the slant, and then the the guy who catches the slant passes it back like ten yards, or crowded through the ball like ten yards. Joe, can you help in this conversation? Sorry, sorry, he thinks the the play that teams steal from Mike from Mike Lafleur is like your jet. It's it's like your jet sweep plays. You're saying the like the the throw we had, yeah, the pass back. It's a slant. No, it was it was a slant then a lateral across the field. Yeah. Okay. It's not a jet sweep. Uh-huh. It's a slant. Okay. So, you know, that's a pass. So, again, wide receiver oriented. I mean, it's a little bit of both. Like, the quarterback has to complete the slant, which isn't a hard pass. No, course, I understand. By any means, but, you know, I think Mike LaFleur is a better play caller. I think Robert Sala. I mean, Mike McDaniel, Robert Sala has probably went against Mike McDaniel so many times that he already knows what to expect and vice versa. You know, I'll say the same thing. For sure. But uh, look, the Jets have a better offensive line. Their tight end group is better all around. Gasicki still CJ clears. Uzama, he clears. Tyler Conklin. He clears. Jeremy you know Ruckert, who some have as the best tight end in this draft. He was just underutilized in Ohio State. 
We have the better running back room. We have the better quarterback. You know, the Jets will be better than the Dolphins this year, too. There's no doubt about that. We'll finish 9-8. and eight. The Dolphins will finish 8-9 and nine, right behind us, just a tick below. But they'll finish there. You don't even believe that. You know what I do believe? I believe that Tua is not the starting quarterback for the Dolphins next season. That's what I believe. Okay. I believe this is the year that— Laughing. That's he, it. Automatically. Throw he, whatever he's saying out of the window. He won't make the playoffs. That's for one. Okay. He won't make the playoffs. Okay. And two, by the midway point of the season, people might be saying, Tua really can't get these guys the ball. Where, where was that trainer that was talking about he's back to Bama Tua? Is this how he looks like? Is, was he being correct? You know, Tua have a decent season. But I think after the season, the Dolphins should be looking for a replacement. Where the Jets, after this season, there will be a lot of optimism, a lot of room for Zach is really the man. I wish I didn't like Zach Wilson. I really wish I didn't like him. I'm, listen, I give you a lot of props because it would be hard for me to like like the opposing. You know what I'm saying? Solely because you are not. Well, honestly, you're really teetering also. Um, you're I? teetering. You're teetering. Why? I'm not saying you're full blown, but. Again, you he's not subtle. You are subtle, and it's starting to piss me off. But we'll see, because you know what? I, I still so I still like Zach Wilson. I believe he has promise, but go ahead. This is a hard question, because I think statistically, there's a pretty good chance Tua puts up better numbers. I, I think numbers-wise, yards, touchdown, touch-interception ratio, completion percentage-wise, I think there's a really good chance that Tua is going to be putting up better numbers. He has better weapons, for sure. He should do it. He does, but Zach has really good weapons too. Jalen Waddle, and Tyree. most receptions for a rookie in NFL history. Tyreek yeah. Hill, bona fide number one wide receiver, top sure. receiver in the league. But I'm not giving Zach a pass with Garrett oh, yeah, Wilson, yeah. Elijah I know, Mark, I know, Corey I know. Davis, but tight we, end room. We have Reese weapons, Hall. but we don't have those weapons. No, no, but, but we have We have weapons. more than enough. There's a Zach. gap, though. Yes, but not a huge gap. No, I mean, yeah, we're. Zach Wilson has to have a good season. And you're saying that the Dolphins are going to go 8 and 9. The Dolphins have to have a I mean, Zach Wilson has to have a good season. But those receivers are better than ours by of by a landslide. We, I'm pretty not like of what I'm understanding, you didn't come anywhere near that. All you're simply saying, which is what I believe as well, Jets don't have scrubs. Oh hell no. Not by any means. Hell no. We have great This is the best wide receiver. Elijah, we've Elijah had. Moore has insane promise. Yeah. Garrett Wilson was N- number a, 10 overall pick wide receiver of one. Wide receiver ones. Corey Davis. Corey Davis and Braxton Berrios as your yeah. wide receiver four, who Zach Wilson had his most success with. And three legit options at tight end. Brees Hall Best running and back Michael in the Carter. Yeah. What's Not the, like it, but no it, it is a lot of rookies, though, that we're counting on. And Zach, ro- rookie running backs perform almost right away. Agreed. I have no worry about Agreed. Brees Hall. And we're talk- so we're talking about Garrett Wilson, who over the last few years, rookie wide receivers Show come out. in and also produce right away, like Jalen Waddle. If you're so, like that. Yeah. If you're like that, you perform. And Garrett Wilson, there's like that. no reason I'm, not I'm to believe. Saying, there's a landslide between the Dolphins receivers and ours. I agree. I agree. It's strong. Yeah. But I agree. You have the weapons. There's no excuse for Zach. No, for There's sure. a reason why he was in all of our most pressured quarterbacks because there's no excuse. You have the weapons. No, he has to play well, for sure. But Tua, if we're talking about the offensive personnel, he should have better numbers than Zach Wilson. And if he doesn't, it's a travesty. So then what's so? what was everything you're saying here, that Zach was going to play better, even though you believe that he should have better numbers? No, I think Zach will play better, but Tua should have better numbers than Zach. Ugh, I see it. This is 50-50 on the fence thing. I don't like. It's like he should have this, right? He should have it, but even he's not going to be on the team next year. Well, Tua, Tua, Tua's playing it's, for it's his jo- job. It's Joel's turn to speak. 
he has a point though, because that's what that's where I was gonna go with this. Where okay. I think Tua is gonna put up better numbers than Zach, but again, the eye test thing, the throws, and the way Zach's gonna be maneuvering throughout the pocket, outside the pocket, all platform throw is stuff that NFL front offices and teams and coaches want to see. I think Zach's gonna have more of that to give more long term promise for the Jets and him as a franchise quarterback. Well, while- you know, at a lot of that also, Drew Locke. You see how that turned out, right? Uh. I'm just he, saying. He just has a strong arm. I'm just saying. We see we, decision making goes into he's that. Not at all. I'm I'm not, I didn't know that. Platform goes aren't there for him. Uh, the same way for Zach. No, uh, okay. yeah. which is yeah. why again, I'm a Chris fan of Sims Zach. actually was talking about Zach, and he said a lot of the NFL guys that he knows that when he went to the Jaguars, when they went to the Jaguars versus Jets games game, and they saw Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson both practice. The ball just came out of Zach Wilson's hands differently. Yeah, there was something about it. He has like, beautiful. Form. He's got a nice stroke. Yeah, for sure. It was just something about Zach Wilson that it, it he's just different. a little different. He's yeah. different for sure. Um, but just to to wrap it up, I guess because yeah, I agree with what most of you what you guys are saying. Where Tua should have better numbers, touchdown interception, completion percentage, like the raw numbers should be there for Tua because he's been he's had an extra year in the league. Overall, he just makes easier throws than Zach Wilson, right? He had the, the lowest air yards per attempt last year. And listen, I'm not saying whatever you want to call it, but Mike McDaniel's offense, so did San Francisco, they, who had a great offensive line. They also did not throw the ball down the field a ton. A lot of this stuff was underneath, and maybe that was because of Jimmy Garoppolo, because once Trey Lance came in, his two starts, his average depth of target was the highest in the NFL. So maybe it is, is it the quarterback, is it the system? Um, but I do think overall it's going to be some easier throws, and that's... It's not a bad thing because Tua, in the sense, or at least Zach Wilson, in the sense, is going to be taking more shots. He just thinks has more, I think, faith in his arm and his ability to make tight window throws. Where Tua is going to say, you know what, I'll just take this check down. I'll take that five yard play and we'll go on to the next one where Zach has to find a better balance of that. Um, but I just think overall, the future of both of these teams, the future of the, both of these quarterbacks at the end of next season, we're going to be thinking much more higher of Zach than Tua. I'm sure. See, you guys are looking at me because you guys want a reaction. No, I'm just. A no, no, no. I understand because you know you finished look. You you finished speaking. Joel immediately looks at me. Well, because we go no, around no, like no, you went first, he went second. Again, I went third. You know, we've you go been first. going back and forth, and 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 I understand that you guys want this huge reaction from me, but I'm I'm done trying to. I don't really want to. I know you your guys. reaction. No, no, I'm just done trying to convince you guys because it's just going to be that much sweeter when Tua comes week one and just shows everything that Who's I've been week telling one you. Patriots. Nice. You couldn't have asked for any better. Beat them twice last year. Trust me. I am as cool as the other side of the pillow when it comes to I really don't. I'm not stressing. I know he's going to be really, really good. Really? Damn good. Pro Bowl? Hey, Mac Jones made it last year. Anything's possible. All pro? No. (laughs) Too many greats. Matthew Stafford wasn't even consideration for that. He didn't make the Pro Bowl either. Which is egregious. Yeah, he had a stupid year. But I'm telling you, I have no like. You guys are, are really trying to 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 amp me up. I'm cool. Oh, I'm I, cool. I think we have honest opinions of Zach and Tua. Mm, of Zach, I'm with you guys. Of Tua, ah, I don't know. I don't, have, I don't have an agenda against Tua. I don't know. I don't know. You think I have an Again, agenda against Tua? Job. Listen, man. Uh, Twitter tells me otherwise. With the oh, these clips are getting out of hand. He, has the, like, he has the best highlight film in May of all time. That's a compliment. I really, I really. And to God, I could come over this table and smack the dog shit out of you. I could. It was a great tweet. It was, it was come funny. <laughs> I kind of laughed. But at the same time, unnecessary. Because, uh, bro, they put out tape every single how, day of how, him throwing. And how much traction did it get when he had one bad 
right no, bad I know. throw. I know, but just it like, was an underthrow, severely underthrown. Severely? Do you understand what that word means? That's Tyreek Hill had to stop and, and get back. To no, it. it's not, bro. He had he stopped and squared no, up not, like this, and it was not, a fair catch. That's not true. He kind of caught it like this, bro. While I'll be he honest, was he was squared to the no, quarterback. That's he not was like true. This, this it, is fake no, news, bro. I'll we could find. I've the seen it multiple times. It's like this. He's catching it while he's running sideways. Again, it's not the best. So clip. if a corner isn't hip to hip with him, that that's not getting. It's Tyreek Hill. Who's going to be really hip to hip with him? No, I know. Unless I know he's in double coverage. I know what you're saying. But it, it it was underthrown. It was slightly underthrown, I do agree. Severely? Now we want to get into semantics? Severely? This, yes. Incorrect. Still. Yeah. Tyreek Hill had to come back to that ball. No, he did not. He was running and he caught it sideways. On to our AFC West predictions. Each show we are going to talk about a division, and this one is AFC West. So on to AFC West record predictions. We can start off with the Chiefs. Let's do it. I like so it a Kansas lot. So Kansas City Chiefs, they they were the best team in the AFC West last season. What are you expecting out of the Chiefs this season? I Me, mean, personally, I think they're going to be 11-6. and six. I don't see them winning the division. I think they'll come, come in second, third place. Depends on who owns a tiebreaker between the Broncos and Chiefs. But they're 11-6 and six in my opinion. You look at this schedule, to begin, it gets... To begin, it is pretty tough. You got, um, you have the Cardinals week one, but I think they win that game. There's no D hop. Week two versus the Chargers, since it's at home, I think they win at the Colts. It depends on how good the Chiefs' run defense is this year. It really, do I trust George Karloftis, a rookie? Do I trust these guys? Not too Chris much. Jones. Chris Jones. Yeah, I trust him. Yeah, you're right. I, I think they lose that game, so I see two and one at Tampa Bay. Two and two. Raiders, Buffalo. I think they beat the Raiders. They lose to Buffalo. So that is three and three. At San Fran, I think they beat San Fran. Four and three. They have the bye week. Then off the bye week facing Tennessee. I think this is where it gets slightly easier. Tennessee and Jacksonville, they beat both those both 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 those teams. So the record I'm at right now, I believe, is six and four, right? If I'm not mistaken. You had an you had a uh You had them four and three at the at the bye week. Yeah, four and three. So, so yes. six and three mm-hmm. versus the Chargers week eleven. I think it's um it's a loss. So six and four versus the Rams loss six and five. I think they beat Cincinnati. So seven and five. I think they lose to Denver seven and six. They beat Houston and Seattle. So that's nine and six. They beat Denver. 11 and 6 and I think they might they could drop this game on the road week 18 versus the Las Vegas Raiders which would make them 11 and 6. But if they do beat them then they're 12 and 5. So I have them around that area. I'll go next just because we have similar views and you might have a different view than us. Maybe. Um, I might also have them at 11 and 6 going into this. I was kind of expecting I thought the Chiefs had a chance to win the division, but they kind of they have the hardest schedule in the NFL. That schedule is tough. You know, they're playing out of division like outside first of all the division's ridiculous, but this is for all of these teams, but they're non-divisional games, like at Arizona Week One. I think they win, but it's a tough game. You have at Indy again. I think they'll win, but on the road, Tampa Bay is an L for me. Buffalo, like they have a lot of games. The Rams that are tough. I'm not going to go through every one because Joel just did it, but I have them also at 11 and six, coming third in the division. They're L's for me. Week Four at Tampa Bay. That's a really hard play to place. You know, Tampa Bay still has one of the best rosters in the NFL. Week Six against Buffalo. 
I think Buffalo gets their revenge. You know, I, I think they're due for a win against Kansas City. Week six, still early on in the regular season. Um, and then weeks 11 and 12, back-to-back. I have them splitting overall the division. So at the Chargers, um, that's one of their L's. And then um, at home against the Rams, I think they'll lose that game as well. Their last two losses coming week 14 at Denver and week 18 at Vegas. All right, so I hear you guys, and I understand Kansas City, you got to trust them. You got to trust Patrick Mahomes. You got to trust Andy Reid. And you got to, you have to trust Travis Kelsey. But there's one person that I didn't mention that's no longer a part of this equation, and that's Tyreek Hill who has been the epitome of the big play for Kansas City. When you need a play to save you, when in doubt, Tyreek Hill, right? That's just usually how it goes. We saw it against the Bills. Tyreek Hill absolutely saved their season. He's been amazing for them throughout his tenure there in Kansas City, but now he's on the Dolphins. And you look at this wide receiver room, and I'm allowed to have my concerns with Juju Smith-Schuster, McCole Hardman, MVS, and now you add Sky Moore, now who you just drafted in the second round, who definitely has some good promise to him. How could I forget Justin Ross, who as long as he can stay on the field and he has that opportunity, I do believe that Justin Ross can have success. Justin Ross, when he was healthy and when he was getting going over in Clemson, was one of the highest touted wide receivers for his year that he was going to be drafted. But then he had a terrible, gruesome injury where he broke his neck. Then it really dropped his his draft stock. And now he lands in the best situation possible with the Chiefs. He easily could be their best rookie wide receiver, in my opinion, so long he can stay on the field. But until that can happen, go ahead. Apparently only four teams cleared him medically. Chiefs being one of them. Wow. Four, I mean, that's better than zero. That's true. Right? It's better than just the Chiefs. So you know you'll take that with a grain of salt. And he's already out there getting throws, practicing a little bit, and you love to see that. But I'm differing from you guys because I understand that Patrick Mahomes is this all-world quarterback, and yes, we all have him as the number two quarterback, 1A, 1B, to Josh Allen. But I do have my worries about this wide receiver group, and it could impact some games. And now with the loss of Charvarius Ward, yes, you add Trent McDuffie, but it's hard for me, like you already mentioned with George Karloftis, I don't know if I can immediately trust that Trent McDuffie is going to come in and be the shutdown corner. No Tyron Matthew also. This team took some hits. So I'm going to go through my schedule weeks 1 through 18, and, and we'll see where we have difference a, a difference of opinion. I actually have them dropping week 1 to the Cardinals. I understand no D-hop. It, it's going to be this huge surprise. Kyler Murray in Arizona. He's going to be a little bit amped up, has a lot to prove this season, as I already mentioned earlier in the show. I think the Cards do take that game from them, so it's going to start the season 0-1. They're going to, they're going to beat the Chargers in, uh, in KC, excuse me. Have them losing to the Colts. That's going to be a surprise loss for them. Colts, again, we, Joel has spoken about them a plethora of times. They're, they're a new team this year now with Matt Ryan. Have more weapons on the outside added to that defense. They're going to be a solid team. I have them dropping to the Colts. Have them losing to the Bucks. So starting the season 1-3. and three. Beating the Raiders in Kansas City 2-3. and three. Lost to the Bills 2-4. and four. Win against the Niners. That's 3-4 and four going into the bye. Now, I have them going back-to-back against the Titans and Jags. That's going to be 5-4, and four, I believe. Yep, that's 5-4. and four. Going against the Chargers and the Rams, I have them dropping both of those games. So that's going to be 5-6. and six. Have them beating the Bengals as they've lost their previous games to the Bengals, both of them, one in devastating fashion in the playoffs in the AFC Championship game. I think they get their revenge. Looking at 6-6. Six and six. 
Next week against Denver, this is a game that Denver needs to win. Hasn't beaten Patrick Mahomes since he's been in the NFL. 0-8 against Patrick Mahomes. I think we finally get our W against him. That's 6-7. and seven. A win against Houston. Uh, a win against the Seahawks. I do have them beating us in Kansas City. Uh, now I've lost track of myself. I believe that's going to be 7-7. Eight and seven, nine and seven, and then yes, week eighteen. I do have them losing to the Raiders, giving them a record of nine and eight. So you don't think they make the playoffs? I right that, now that's hard. nine and eight for me personally. The only reason why nine and eight is going to be hard is because I have them losing to the Cardinals and I have them losing to the Colts. Raiders, you guys uh, were ten and seven last year. Yep, right. They were the last spot. No, no the, they won. They won the division. The Steelers um, were the last. Steelers spot. last spot. Yeah, they didn't. Charges didn't. Uh, the Raiders didn't win the division. They, they second the, place. Yeah, yeah. So they had six they had the six seed. Steelers were the seven seed. Yeah, I believe the, the Steelers were nine and seven. Nine eight. Okay. So there's a chance that the, that they could make the the playoffs still, but that's where I have them right here. Excuse me, nine and eight. Yes, yeah. like you said, there's a chance they do make the playoffs for sure. I mean, they're Kansas City, but right now this is where I have them. They had some strong hits to their team, and yeah. yeah Sorry, yeah, yeah, go ahead. but yes, I like you know we can look at it like oh you know I'm 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 not the hugest Chiefs supporter, but I'm just speaking what I I really see. They have hits on defense at the wide receiver position. They're not deep at all. No, and then you got to think because what team is going to take their place? You probably we were expecting the Bills to win the division, so Miami, and then in the AFC North, Ravens, Bengals, Steelers. Depending Deshaun, on what happens, yeah. For so sure. like, do one of those NFC AFC North teams get in over or Miami? No, it's going to be a dogfight. I'm with you. I don't think the hits were that big, uh, in my opinion. Like, I think Tyron Matthew, there were times in a season where he just took plays off. Tyron Matthew's a big loss. And he didn't make tackles. He he's took, a, he's a, a, big, a leader in the locker he's a big room. Loss. He took plays off, though. He took plays off. I mean, Charverius Ward, he's probably I, that's the a loss. second most important player on defense. Charverius Ward was a loss, but I think Trent McDuffie will be better than yeah, him. Agree. Maybe in not year one, right. That's what I'm saying. Maybe not right away, but huh. it wouldn't I shock me. It wouldn't shock me either if he's better in year than one? him. Yeah. Yeah. Charverius was a was a difference maker yeah, for them Trent last McDuffie year. Charverius Ward is different. Oh, we're going to see. Oh, he's we don't know that. And Tyreek is massive. Tyreek Hill, I honestly don't think it's that massive of a loss. Personally, okay. Explain, you look, you please, look at Mahomes' please. stats without Tyreek Hill. One, he's won those games. He still averaged over three hundred yards passing. What's that sample size? How many games? It's like three, four games. Okay. Yeah, and Mahomes has won those games. His touchdown to interception ratio has been phenomenal. I think the offense is going to change. I do. I think they saw last year defenses started to catch up. They started to give the Chiefs more two eye looks, which neutralized Tyreek Hill. And they said this way is not going to work offensively anymore. So I think getting Juju, getting a guy like Sky Moore, they're going to be a much more short to intermediate team when it comes to the passing game. And they're just going to keep drives alive in chunks. They're not going to have those bombs, but they're just going to keep the chains moving. And one more thing I want to comment on is Clyde Edwards-Alaire. We need to see something now. You have come in and you were the first running back taken over Jonathan Taylor, which we've easily recognized that that was a, a giant mistake. Imagine Jonathan Taylor on the Kansas City Chiefs. Scary thank scary. thank the good Lord that that didn't happen. But now you got to do something because now there's been so many more so much expectation put on your shoulders and you just underwhelmed tremendously up until this point. You have you're going to have a lot of opportunity and you're putting you're put behind a, a fantastic offensive line. I think, Give me some results. I think Clyde's in a good spot. They brought in Ronald Jones, and I think and that's not going to be beneficial to him. But I think it's good because he could be more used in the past in the past game, where like Clyde. he excelled. Yeah, I'm where he excelled you. at LSU. 
Um, so maybe taking some of those carries away, giving them to Ronald Jones, and have Clyde more involved in the passing game on those third downs. That makes you know, sense. I like that. Along. Because Ronald Jones isn't a pass catcher, For no sure. doubt. But yeah. Clyde Edwards-Alaire has a history, exactly. at least in college, that he can do so. So, so I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so maybe the rushing numbers aren't there, but efficiency-wise, maybe he improves. The Raiders were the second team in the AFC West. They finished with a 10-7 ten, ten and seven record. Now, what do you think they'll be this year? They added Devontae Adams, Demarcus Robinson, Chandler Jones, Jion Brown. They lost Casey Hayward, so that's a hit to their secondary. But instead of doing it how we did it with the Chiefs, let me just run by this schedule and you guys just tell me your winner and loser for Okay, that's that sounds better. A little bit more organized also. Week one, Chargers. I have them losing because it's going to be in L.A. L as well. So that's 0-1. Versus Arizona Week Two matchup. Believe it or not, I also have this as a loss. I think the Cardinals come out two and zero against some solid teams at home. Their home opener without Hop, I have them winning. Yeah, I think they win this game without Hopkins. It's a huge loss. Week Three at Tennessee, I have them winning. I think it's gonna be a tough game. Uh, you know, their defense wasn't great last year. Um, you know, I think at Tennessee early in the season, Derrick Henry's still fresh. I have them losing. I have them being Tennessee, so I would have them starting off two and one. Now versus Denver at home. I have Denver actually winning this game. They'll split, so they'll win this one at home. I agree. I have them splitting as well. So at this point, I have them being Denver. And then at Kansas City, week five. I have them losing as well. So week six is their bye week. So this is pretty good because these are some pretty tough opponents, right? Like Tennessee, last year, first seed, Chargers, Denver, KC. Arizona's that one, I guess, you know, gimme, you could say, even if you want to say it. So at this point in the year, I would have them at three and two. Three and two. I'm, yep, I'm two right. and three. I apologize. I mixed matched my W's and L's with Denver. So yes, I have them with the same record, three and two. I'm two and three. So now week seven, they face the Houston Texans. I think that's a win. Yeah, I've been going on a little run here. They beat Houston. Yeah. Next game against the Saints at New Orleans. I have them beating both Houston and the Saints. Sorry. I also have them beating the Saints. I have them losing in, in, in New Orleans. Week 9, Jacksonville. It's a W. I have them winning as well. Week 10 is Indianapolis. I have them winning in that game too. I have them losing actually. On the road. I have, the, I have them Las Vegas as home in this. No, it's on. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's, at, it's in Vegas. Yeah. I have them losing this game given the fact that this was one of the Colts' bigger losses, especially if they win that game. They clinch themselves into the playoffs. I think it's a little bit of a revenge game and the Colts win this game. I think they win this game just because I don't trust the Raiders' run defense at all. And their corner, like, and even against them, like, also, I picked the Saints to beat them because the Raiders don't have corners. Oh, you have the Saints beating. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I have the Saints beating them. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Then week 11 at Denver. I have them losing to Denver here. So, no. Okay. Week 12 against Seattle. Win. W. Week 13 versus the Chargers. I have w. this as a win. Week 14 at the Rams. I have this as a loss. Week 15 versus the Patriots. It's a tough game because you got the Josh McDaniels versus Bill Belichick you know, coming back. True. Wow. I think Raiders I take, win this game. I didn't take that into account. I have the Raiders win it too just because I'm low on New England. The weapons aren't there. I think their defense is going to be great. Like Personnel-wise, they don't really have a good team. I wish you didn't tell me that because I do have a win here. But it makes sense, especially because of how smart Belichick is and the history that he has of going against his old guys. But I'm going to stick with my my initial prediction. I have a win. At Pittsburgh, Week 16. I have this as a win. Me too. Week 17, San Francisco versus San Francisco. I have this as a win. I have this as a loss. 
I think this is a, a loss as well. And then week 18 versus Kansas City. Loss. I have this as a win. So at, on the road. I, I oh, no, actually, you're right. You're right. I, okay. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say. I, I keep mixing it up. That's all right. Yeah, I have so, them yeah. losing, dropping both to KC, actually. Okay. Well, okay. I see. I have a win here. So to come to a total record of 11 and 6 for the Raiders. Mm, what about you, Joe? I have them 9 and 8. 9 and 8. I have them 10 and 7 this year. Okay. I don't mind I that. I have them 10 and 7. I don't mind that. I just think that last year they went 10 and 7, correct, if I'm not wrong. And they did not have Devontae Adams. Yes, they did lose Casey Hayward, but they bring in Rockison, who is not bad in coverage. He's a solid corner. He's average. I agree with that. At best. I agree with that. Uh, he was, his PFF grade was pretty good in coverage. Um, I'll say this. Chandler Jones, a great addition for, for the team to, to, to pair with Max Crosby. It's going to be one of the more dynamic pass rushers in the league, uh, pass rushing duos in the league. So I feel like you add these guys, I don't see how they don't get slightly better. So that's why I have them going 11 and 6. Even with the Devontae Adams um, addition, the schedule is much tougher now. It's tough. It's, this is a very tough, tough schedule. I'm we were getting I, killed the division in the is comments, tough, too. Is tougher, too. We were getting killed uh, in our top 10 power rankings, not having the Raiders in there. And another thing I want to say, you touched this a little bit, Derek Carr's going to be put in a position where he could be in that MVP conversation. You now have Devontae Adams. You now have Darren Waller, who's been on the team for a while, but now you have this as a trio with Hunter, Hunter Renfro Riffle. now thrown into that mix. There is not really an excuse for Derek Carr not to thrive. We saw it last year where he put up the the passing yard totals, and, and he definitely kept the uh, kept the ball on their side, but the touchdowns weren't there. Now you have Devontae Adams, and and that's going to open up the field for guys like Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro. I think that we're going to see Derek Carr elevate his game to now where he has the passing touchdown statistics to match the passing yards, and he's going to have an eleven and six record. That's in my opinion going to throw him into the MVP conversation. The offensive line still isn't good, though. Oh, and it was atrocious last year, but even still, Derek Carr found ways to make things happen. I get it. You know, I get it. But I just think the defense, secondary, I don't like it. Fair. Their linebackers, I don't like it. Their defensive line, it's Crosby, it's Chandler Jones, and Jones has shown he can get hurt. You have them 10-7, and 7, though, right? Am yeah, I wrong? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so. I have them 10-7. I feel kind of rude uh-huh. putting them at 9-8. and eight. I do too, and losing yeah. both to KC is nuts. Maybe I'll give them one and, and give them losing. Give them bo- I'm t- 10 and 7. I just I'm not seeing it with KC. I, I'm adjusting. Ten and seven. Ten and seven. Okay, yeah. I respect. So you that. have ten and seven as well. So we all have. So well, what's the we one? Both have the Raiders. What's the one? Oh, I have them. No, I have them losing to the Cards. I have them losing at Tennessee. You have them losing to the Saints. That's what it is. That, That's they could lose difference. that game. They could I lose th- that. I honestly think that they're more likely to lose to the Saints and the Cardinals. I was be New Orleans at New Orleans and at Tennessee they were losing one of them. I I was like oh, ah, them, you, know? you got you have a loss against the Niners, you have a loss against the Niners. Yes. That's the difference cuz I have them yeah. beating the Niners. Yeah, they can beat the Niners too. The Niners don't have much of a secondary. So that could be a win and for I do them. Ha- I I got to see Trey Lance right now. You know what I'm saying? Like I do believe in his ceiling, but I'm not sure right now. Yeah. So I have them at 10 and 7. I that should be I think three teams in it to for all four can make the playoffs personally. Plus two thousand on DK. Yeah, all all these play all these teams can make the playoffs in my opinion. On to the next team, the Los Angeles Chargers, predicting their record. Now they added Gerald Everett, Zion Johnson through the draft, Sebastian Joseph Day, Khalil Mack, Troy Reader, Kyle Van Noy, J.C. Jackson, Bryce Callahan. Some dogs. They lost Jordan Davis also through the draft. They lost Nwosu to the Seahawks, Linville Joseph, Chris Harris, their free agents, but 
They picked up a lot of guys, and the Chargers are the team that I think everybody's looking at, and they're going to take that next leap. Callahan, man, Jordan that's, that's the things I completely forgot about that. Jason that Jackson, yeah. Callahan, Asante yeah, Samuel, about that. Michael Davis. Davis, there Davis too. went to the Eagles. Throwing James as long as he stays healthy. This secondary unit is going to be nice. I think it's Ky- Davis who Jordan Davis went to the Eagles. Oh yeah. You're oh, right. I apologize. Yeah. I thought he did get. I apologize. Yeah, their round on pick was Zion. I apologize. Yeah, it was Excuse Zion me. Johnson. Sorry. So going through their schedule, uh, I don't know if I really have to go. One through eighteen. We could just talk because, about the losses. Now, yeah, I have a because question. This, you, because this schedule is a bit different in how it's formatted, in my opinion. Do you have them going undefeated to the bye week? No. No, I don't. I have them going undefeated into the bye. I week. think you they know lose to KC Kansas week City week two. Yeah, I think they lose. I have them game. beating Kansas City twice. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, if that, that's so, the case, then yeah, I see why you have them undefeated. I have them beating the Raiders, beating the Chiefs, beating the Jags, beating the Texans, beating the Browns, beating the Broncos, beating the Seahawks. I have them the six and one going to the bye week. Okay, KC will be. KC's the loss. Yeah, okay. I, have, I have them six and one as okay. well. Okay, and it, it could be five and two because by that time Deshaun Watson should be back in Cleveland. Oh, uh, week five, bro. I don't know. They said it's, it's it, the report, or at least what I read on Twitter was that it's a four week suspension. I, I, that seems pretty low. I yeah. think it's going to be more than that. But so if we'll it is more than that, then yeah, there's a very good chance they can go into the bye week 6-1, and 5-2. If Deshaun only gets four games. What if they lose to Denver? They can lose to Denver. Crazy. You never know. So I look, this is it's a bit weird how, they, how it's formatted because they have tough games. In division, always tough. The Niners, Dolphins, Colts, Rams, in my opinion, are tough teams. But they have a lot of gimmies. The Jaguars, Browns with no Deshaun, Texans, Falcons, Seahawks are five games, and the stretch of games they have early in the season is the Jags at Texans, at Browns, versus Broncos, versus Seahawks, at Falcons. Starting the season off 6-1, and one, going into Atlanta off the bye week, that's 7-1. and one. They can beat San Fran versus Casey at home, at Arizona. The Chargers, to me, have a legit shot at being the best team in the AFC. I think they'll finish 12 and 5. I have Buffalo as my number one team record wise as well. I have them finishing 12 and 5, but this schedule, it's very easy to start the season. Yeah. And that's why I think they will get the biggest head start. Understandably, listen, like I said, I have them going undefeated into their bye week. I have them beating the Falcons, but then I have them dropping two. Uh, uh, do I have them dropping two? I made a mistake in my, in my, my rankings right now. Uh, so the Chiefs is at Kansas City week two. Week two at Kansas ah, City. Okay, so I did account for this. Interesting. I'm struggling with this home away thing. Yeah, man. I really am. I thought I had it under wraps. I just feel like you look at the Chargers, we the schedule starts getting tough for week ten. Week ten on. You have at San Francisco versus KC at Arizona, which they would have D Hop back at that time. No, I am in at him. Las Vegas versus so Miami. You have twelve versus and five. Tennessee. What do you have? I have them twelve and five. I have also. them twelve and five too. My five losses, week two at KC, week 12 at Arizona. I think that's just a game they're going to drop. Week 13 at Vegas, and then week 17 and 18 versus the Rams and at Denver, my five losses. I apologize. I did, I, I, I'm a fool. I did have them dropping one to, to the Chiefs early on because I had them as a loss later on and I didn't even see. Um, so I have them losing to the Chiefs week two. I have them losing to the Niners uh, after playing the Falcons. I want to say that's week nine, ten. week 10, excuse me. I have them dropping a game to the Dolphins. I have them dropping a game to the Rams, and I have them dropping a game to the Broncos. I have them splitting the division, so that's yeah. three losses. And then 
I have them losing against the Rams in Indianapolis. Here, here comes the biases. The, the loss against Indy, the loss against the Not Miami. Really. I mean, the Chargers last year, they still have to prove that their run defense is legit. I agree, and that's why I have them losing to the Dolphins. Well, the Mike Dolphins McDaniel. don't have a run game. But Mike McDaniel, now I'm assuming that he's going to yeah. incorporate his his scheme. Thank you very yeah, much. That's, against yeah, the, that's a bit different, though, because the offensive line is still going to be average at best for I, Miami. I mean, I don't know if that's the case. You add Teron Armstead to the mix. Connor Williams as well. Robert Hunt was Connor already Williams solid. Connor Williams is not good. I disagree with that. Solid, yeah, he sure. was. He's he so, had the one of the most penalties. penalties. I agree with that. But that was the though. first time ever in his career that he struggled with penalties. And okay. just unfortunate that it was in a contract year. But it's Teron Armstead then Connor Williams, and then you it. have Robert Hunt. Robert Hunt is average. He was their best offensive lineman for them last he, year. He was That's not saying though. much. For though. sure, but now that you actually have some support, maybe oh, yeah, you got Armstead. So I'm saying the center right tackle is still not there. The right side, in, including the center, could be upgraded. The left side is pretty solid. It's, uh, it's definitely firm. Yeah, you're right. Got the best what I'm left, saying the is that the, the I apologize for being a mess earlier, boys. I'm, my eyes failed me. What I'm okay. saying is that the Colts, we know they're a top three running team. Yeah, rushing team. I'm with you. The Dolphins, though... They, they're not. It's a question. There's mark. a big question if they're going to even be a top 15 rushing team next year. It's I, a question. I don't. I don't disagree with that projection. That's sure. why I would have the Colts beating the Chargers that makes in, that, in that game. Fair yeah, I think they they improved the D line enough. Yeah, I think so too. But you never know. Khalil Mack gets hurt. Joey Bosa has gotten hurt before. Really, it, it's just for the Chargers. It's all about health. Because Derwin James has not been the most durable, even so though he had a full year. Yeah, it was first time in a minute. Yeah, Derwin James, Joey Bosa, Kilo, Mac, like those are players you have to count on to be healthy. And for the past couple of years, they have had their Mike fair Williams share has got banged up. Exactly. So for the Chargers, it's really mostly about health and whether they can be healthy. Um, on to the last team in the AFC West. They finished with the worst record go. last year. But people are hoping maybe they finish with a better record, right? At least you are. I'm not hoping. I'm no. expecting. Yeah. One seed? We'll see. Oh, man. Shot again. Record prediction. Drew, I'll start off with you because you're going to have the most bias in this. <laughs> what do you think the Broncos do? Where bias. do they finish? What's, what's the record? So we have a kind of scattered schedule in the sense of we have some some easy matchups, then we get a tough matchup, and that's I feel like that's throughout the entirety of the season. So I'll just go through it game by game. Uh, I have us winning the first two games against Seattle and Houston. I have us also beating the Niners. That's one that could go either way, but I do feel like we do have two easy matchups. We get a, a tougher one, at least of what we're expecting right now, in the Niners. And that's going to be at home also, so we get that advantage. I do believe that we we take that game. I have us losing to Vegas the following week, going 3-1 and one so far. I have us beating the Colts 4-1. and one. I have us losing to the Chargers because we're in L.A. Um, so that is going to be 4-2. and two. I have us beating the Jets and Jacksonville. It's going to be 6-2. and two. Then we hit the bye week. Then I have us going on a great run here. I have us beating Tennessee. I have us beating Vegas. I have us beating Carolina. Baltimore is one of those toss-up games that I do have us winning as well. KC is going to be our first time playing them in the season, and that's when we're going to be playing them in Empower Stadium. I do have us winning that game. Finally getting that W against Patrick Mahomes. I have us beating Arizona. So that's going to be 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 Ws in a row. And then we we lose to the Rams, lose to KC in Kansas City, and for the division title in Week 18, I have us beating the Chargers, yeah. having a grand total of 13. That four. last like month and a half is tough. The the one game that genuinely I really do believe can go either way is Baltimore. Did you have you guys beating the Rams? I don't. Okay, yeah. What do you mean legitimately go either way? 
that Baltimore team. Yeah, but like week thirteen onward, that's a tough schedule. No, yeah, that's what I was saying. In, in the sense Last of like, oh no, for sure. But I'm saying like of how I see it right now. I have a solution to the Rams. I have a solution to KC in Kansas City. But I do believe we can beat Arizona, and I do believe we can beat Baltimore. But those we are beat anybody. We definitely could. But that schedule is Baltimore, KC, Arizona, LA, the Rams, Chiefs, and then Chargers. And if we play the type of football that I'm expecting, we should have confidence going into all these games, which is why I feel confident in the sense of we could beat these teams. So you're five L's. I have four L's. Four, sorry. I have us losing to Vegas in LA. Excuse me, in Las Vegas. I have us losing to the Chargers in LA. I have us losing to the Rams in LA. I have us losing KC. to Kansas City. And that's, that's it. it. So just one out of division loss. Correct. I have you guys twelve and five. So I have you guys splitting. Those are three L's and your two out of division losses at Baltimore at the Rams. See what that's what I'm saying. That Baltimore game really yeah. could go either. I need way. to find I need to find an L for you guys somewhere, honestly. That's what I'm saying. We really could we yeah. we I have agree. a chance to to be that top you seed, but I don't one seed. but I don't know right now. Between you just us have the, and the Bills, Bills who've been there. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Well, the start of the schedule is very friendly to you. First you relatively, have, yeah. You look at the first five games, Seahawks, Texans, Niners, Raiders, Colts. I think that's three and two. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, yes, there's some easy games scattered in there, but then you have Vegas. You have the Colts that are going to be challenges. Niners see, aren't Seahawks, slouches. Seahawks, Texans, and yeah, Jimmy. That's one easy. And two is that's easy. Yeah. So I have you guys at three and two. I think you lose to the Raiders at Vegas, and I think you lose to the Colts, too. Really? So yeah. I think you lose to the Colts. They're at home, too. Yeah. So three and two. Colts, the Colts are going into Denver to yeah. win. Yeah, for sure. Okay. For sure. Well, they're gonna they're a Super Bowl contender, so they should. And then you look at the games after this: Chargers, Jets, Jags, Titans, Raiders, Panthers. That's five and five and one to me. This is what it sounds like. Or it could be five and two. But let's say it's five and one. That's eight and three, basically heading into, you know, the second part of the schedule, the toughest part of the schedule. And honestly, like it's really those stretch of games, week thirteen to through th- week eighteen. Whether you guys can beat all these top teams, because I outside of Arizona, which I'm not high on, Baltimore is going to be a dogfight. KC twice, Rams and the Chargers. I think you lose to Baltimore. I think you lose to KC. I think you beat Arizona. You lose to the Rams. You beat KC, and then you lose to the Chargers. So what's the final record? That first, that first the final KC. record I have for the Broncos is eleven and six, or twelve and five. So you have us losing. I apologize. You have us losing to Vegas. You have us losing to the Colts. I think you split. I think that's all, three. Yeah. I'm having are everything. We, split are we losing to the Chargers twice? No, you split. I'll have you split. Because uh, you had us losing, but in oh, different, in different. In di- I have you split, but in different. I don't know. It really can vary. What so the, we're going to be twelve three, and five. What are the three out of division losses? Indy? Rams, Rams, Indy. Mm-hmm. And uh, you said Baltimore. Baltimore. Okay. So those are the three out of division losses. Yeah, I have you guys beating Indy. That's the difference. And San Fran is not a cakewalk either. It's no, not. San, definitely San not. San Fran it's can not. beat you too. Listen, we have a a relatively tough schedule for sure. There's definitely scattered games here that we should no brainer win. But as I'm looking in that, looking at it right now, and as I'm projecting with Russell Wilson as our quarterback, the weapons that we have, defense that we have. We should be able to to have a lot of success. I just personally don't think this is as complete of a team as everybody's making it out to be. I, I mean, think what we are missing is the linebacker. That line, like that, D that, line, E two. The I D think line edge. isn't 
elite. I think you could use you need Ran, edge. Randy Gregory, and, and I just can't that's, count on Bradley Chubb. That's no. what I'm saying. So I and understand. Like Gregory's, I'm not. I understand. Gregory, he gets double teamed. He'll be taking out the game. He, DJ Jones know. also coming in. That's huge for us. Like the additions, yeah. like it's Russell Wilson, then it's DJ Jones, see, Randy I, Gregory. I have optimism with, with DJ Jones. Alex Randy Singleton. We'll see. But yeah, DJ Jones is numbers guy. You know, we also had, I believe his name is Betonio. That's who we just drafted in the second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then the, subtract, the, edge, so. the subtraction, Shelby Harris, who's been your best interior defensive lineman. DJ for Jones. Years. That's why I'm not too devastated by Noah it, but Fant, that's veteran. Kyle Fuller, Bryce Adios. Callahan. Adios and uh, Oh, see ya. Albert O, and we just but drafted Cal- Dolce. But Kyle Fuller and Bryce Callahan. That hurts. And for Callahan to go to the Chargers hurts even yeah. worse. Because we already lost um, Chris Harris to them, too, which, Facts. like, I don't understand Where why. Where's Kareem Jackson? Oh, he resigned. He's, he's back to us. Thank God. Never so in doubt. You need, so, one, you the Broncos need passer 10 to really take that next step. No doubt. Yeah. And then no, no, Ronald no, Darby. I have no doubt about that. And Ronald Darby has to be serviceable. Which he can easily do. Yeah. But your linebackers, I don't like. I agree. I, yeah. Defensive That's line one thing is I would have really loved. Yeah, for front us. seven is like Nicole Dean there in the second round, right? There. I would not have minded the reach, especially the reach because he has the injury concerns. That's the thing with me, and we mentioned before, like although you got Wilson and people talk about the Broncos being a quarterback away, the offensive weapons don't scream elite. They're wait and sees. Corlin Sutton, we know is good. But he's not elite. Jerry Judy, Judy, Judy put up eight fifty his rookie year. Jerry that's, Judy, that's Jerry, pretty Jerry good. Judy's that's a really, really good. Judy's a wait and see. Though. But Judy, his rookie we year with bad quarterback it. play was really oh, good. You're right, but we have to see it. though. I know, but I I don't have to wait can, much. Can we have? And we, Tim like, Patrick's we can project, good, right? We can. He's not great. He, lo- he loves Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick's good. There is a universe where Tim Patrick leads our team in receiving yards. It's a weird universe, but I guess there's it a universe. It's a weird one. But that's how great I feel about our weapons. It's like if that's how I can feel about Tim Patrick as my number three, yeah. I'm sitting pretty. The reason why you believe that universe exists is because there's parity between your receivers. In this parity, just because there's not a clear cut elite receiver on your team that I, you know is going to get target share to a degree. Like that's a fair statement to 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 make, but I understand how I see Jerry Judy. Like T and Higgins his, will go to the Broncos, and you're like, he's the guy. But we we saw T Higgins already put up great great. No, I know, but like with the Bengals, even though they have T Higgins, who's great, we know like. Jamar, he's the guy. That's it. You don't have to question it. But the Broncos, there's a question. But about T. Higgins it. could go to a few teams. It should and be, be the sudden, guy. but because of that ACL injury, there's a question. It should be Judy, but because of what he's done to this point, there's a question. Two seasons. Tim Patrick. I'm putting my money on Judy. To no, be the I can one. I can guarantee Judy's our one. Yeah, for that's sure. My money no is. doubt about that. My point being another thing that we haven't even mentioned: KJ Hamler, who Russ has taken a liking to. Like, like they're the ones that I see Russell. Like I see KJ Hamler with Russell Wilson. Mostly oh, this offseason. That's what it's about to be. He's that deep threat. Yeah. He can stay healthy. Things can get exciting. It really can. Yeah, I'm happy for you, man. I really, I'm so hyped. Be a good I, year, I, man. I really am. So to recap our AFC West predictions, if you want to put in a record in there, you can. We could just go through one to four. It doesn't matter. So, All right. Uh, based off the new schedule re- release, AFC West predictions, which team do you have winning the division? Which team comes in last? I'll just start it off. Chargers to me, number one. Number two, the Broncos. Number three, the Chiefs. And number four, the Raiders. I have the Broncos and the Chiefs having the same record, so we'll see what happens with that tiebreaker. But for now, I have Broncos at two. Okay, I know I was a jumbled mess before, but I right now have number one, Denver Broncos winning the division, adding Russell Wilson. It should be that extra advantage that we haven't had in a long time that's going to boost us to that 
competitive level where we are actually contending for a Super Bowl. Number two, I have the Los Angeles Chargers. They got amazing. And you have Justin Herbert. As long as you have that franchise quarterback paired with the defense now that they've tried to rebuild, they should have a lot of success. I have them finishing in second place. Number three is going to be the Las Vegas Raiders. You add Devontae Adams, Chandler Jones. At a 10-7 and record last year, I don't see how they don't at least elevate a little bit. I do have them coming in third and, and making the playoffs as well with an 11-6 and record. And in last place, no slight to them, the Kansas City Chiefs. I had them finishing 9-8. and I just do. I worry about their receiving core, and I do worry about their defense and their lack of secondary. Coming in first place, I have the Chargers and Broncos both finishing twelve and five. I think the Chargers are arguably the most improved team in the NFL. They have a top five quarterback. So depending which way that tiebreaker goes, one of these teams went up in first, the other in second. Kansas City in third, losing Tyree Kill is going to be huge. Tyron Matthew, arguably the best defensive player going to the Saints, is going to be a loss for defensively. And last, Las Vegas Raiders at ten and seven. They upgraded this year. This division, the teams are just better than them ahead of uh, the teams ahead of them are just better, but I still think they could sneak into the wild card. So that so that does it for our AFC West predictions, and that's going to do it for episode one hundred eighty of what, the what, podcast. Real quick before we end it, what record did you have us? Eleven and six. So you had us ten and seven, then you gave us one with you. You let, you made a split with the Chargers. No, it was always eleven and six. I could have swore you had us losing both games. No, I have you splitting regardless. Okay, okay. Just when the split's going to happen. I understand. Because I think if it's if week 18, I know you're home, Yeah, but I'm picking the Chargers. Nah, that's <laughs> when we win the division. So oh. I would have you guys just beating the Chargers away and then yeah. them getting revenge back and beating you away. If you got, if like... The Chargers or Broncos are like a game up on each other. The NFL should just make mm-hmm. it like no tiebreaker. Whoever wins that week 18 game just wins okay. the division. I understand. It's going to be a lot of room for uh, some primetime games. down. Four months season. away? Yeah. Oh my God. It's around the corner. <laughs> Injecting my veins. I need it now. So you guys can follow the podcast at Pick Aside Podcast on Instagram and TikTok at Pick Aside Pod on Twitter. Buy merch at PickAsidePodcast.com. Thank you guys for listening and or watching, and we'll see you next time. This is BJ Kissel from KC Sports Network. In case you didn't know, the show you are listening to right now, as well as our shows, are a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Blue Wire was founded in 2018 on the concept that independent podcasts would be more successful if they worked together. It's something we've actually done locally with our network in Kansas City as well. We're all stronger together. Today, Blue Wire has grown to feature 300 shows led by former athletes, media professionals, and passionate fans. Over the past few years, Blue Wire has privately raised more than $10 million to expand their team, podcast network, and business operations. Now, they are raising another round on WeFunder. WeFunder is a crowdfunding service that connects startups with investors. It's a cool platform that gives everyone the opportunity to be a part of a growing startup. You can invest for as little as $100. In other words, you don't have to be a millionaire to invest in cool companies on WeFunder. BlueWire is raising money to expand their sales team and improve operations, which will in turn help this show continue to grow. If you would like to be a part of the BlueWire investment round or want to find out more information, go to wefunder.com slash bluewire.